0: Hello everybody
1: and welcome to episode 516 of Conversation Street. We're going to be talking about the coronation streets that have been on the or TV box between the 28th of March and the 1st of April. That is episode 10,598 to 10,603. Happy April Fool's Day, Gemma. Happy April Fool's Day. Is it any good, April Fools?
2: No, it's been rubbish. It's not. Even the Coronation Street. Oh, April the Curry Fool's. one was that hilarious. Been... I liked the video that
1: they did. <laughs> that was funny. I'd forgotten that it was gonna come up because sometimes Curry does April Fools and sometimes they don't. And, and yeah, we we kind of you know everyone likes to do an April Fools. There've been a few don't other. No,
2: well, the, you know, well, well, we didn't do one. We, we did, I, I had an idea, but we...
1: We, we never got around it. Gemma's been feeling a bit under the weather this week, haven't you? Which is one of the reasons why we didn't have a bonus podcast this week. There were others, but... A very apologies, everybody. You've had to wait a whole week to listen to a podcast. Shocking service. Please accept my gracious... No, my many apologies. I can't apologise for being ill. You can't, you can't. That's right. Oh, well, never mind. Well, I can,
2: but... We're going see about it. we're going to see
1: what we can do today no the the, the coronation street um April Fool's Day to thing today was uh, was the cobble wasn't it the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the what was it a personal assistant that was actually a cobble clever idea i was um but
2: it's funny, and it was um Sally Devner who was the voice of the cobble
1: yes so, i mean i i I thought because I, I we kind of saw it in stages didn't we when I woke up this morning, I saw that there was a picture on the curry um uh social media of just like a cobble on the table and saying coming soon the new personal assistant from coronation street it's a cobble and i thought that was it and i thought that's that's quite an idea but maybe a fairly low effort one and then i kind of went on about the day and then a little bit later i thought oh no there's there's actually a link there and they made, made a web page about it on the curry website which described it how it worked and everything and yeah the voices um with sally Denver and everything i was like oh okay that's pretty good and then i discovered later on that no they'd actually had made a video on it which they'd put on the um on the Instagram and it was, it was great wasn't it it had um, Michael Bailey asking his cobble uh, what did he want to know when
2: does the rovers open oh when
1: does the rovers open and you had uh, Faye asking it what it's favourite TV show was Coronation Street obviously and then um, Todd wanted to know what the weather's like and it's like it's Manchester what do you think it's raining I thought it was a very very well done one simple idea um, but, but, but very funny very very funny liked it liked it congratulations Coronation Street for excellent idea uh, the, the thing is though it makes me want to buy one now
2: i know i want one
1: i want the voice of sally Dinover and uh, telling me you know wishing the me good the night window, and... yeah exactly exactly um oh uh, well I, it said that it comes in um three shades of gray i think that should have gone 50 um well there's and... definitely
2: 50 shades of gray in manchester
1: <laughs> that's the only color there is in manchester isn't <gasps> it oh, no, we love it really Anyway, that was. They're
2: allowed to joke about it. If we do it, then it's racist.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Anyway, 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 that was a lot of fun. Um, We have got a competition that we need to do, don't we? This has been the Patreon competition. We are we are we're picking the winner today. Did you forgotten about this? Yeah, the competition closed last night, and we've been running this all month, and we've had lots of people entering, but only one person can win a whole year's yes, that's right, a whole year's worth Patreon subscription. At our rovers return level. So, Gemma, are you ready to pick the winner? Yes. Definitely. you, feel... you normally
2: get better assistance than me.
1: No, we well, usually usually for these Patreon ones. I thought we usually do them ourselves. We don't go for the older mm. celebrity appearances for this one. What are
2: we do- what are you doing?
1: I'm just loading up the name picker. Would you do? You want to do the spinning? Press the button, Gemma. Pick our winner. I have who to is? Press what button? Just click here, or it says click to spin. Go on, do it, and then we'll find out who the winner is. Oh, the, the...
2: well I thought that wasn't it Michael no no
1: here literally where it says click to spin you click there <laughs> not the advert <laughs> Gemma in your best show busy boys can you announce who our winner is please
2: it's Chloe Chloe
1: I don't, I don't know Chloe who Chloe. I'm not sure we only had one Chloe enter so if that was you congratulations if you're a Chloe you have one you have definitely won
2: who's this what? Oh,
1: okay. No, we can we can Chloe. do it. Can. Chloe, 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 Chloe has one.
2: Chloe's like
1: Patreon Madonna. She is. she didn't need no surname, does Chloe?
2: She didn't need a surname, and she was also a top tier patron of ours, just she, like Madonna.
1: She is. Oh yeah, Madonna. Yeah, she loves those bonus episodes, doesn't she? Speaking of which, we did we did have a, a new bonus patron podcast this week, didn't we? So Chloe will be able to get on there and give it a listen. It was all right. Oh, bless you. <laughs> um, we did top five builders who would like to work on our house. <laughs> it was it was a kind of lame one this month I don't know if maybe people liked it this, but you I mean it was our 31st one so Chloe's going to be able to get on there now and, and listen yeah, to you all of them you've got yeah, one worth. you got over a day's worth of full on entertainment yeah, oh, right there for you Chloe and, yeah, just and no adverts the just like our normal you don't need no adverts We've been no. going 10 years now, Livy Jane. Anyway, anyway. Want to do birthdays. Oh, have you got the birthdays? Oh, that's good. You haven't got a quiz of because April, you've been poorly. But...
2: Tom- John Thompson, who yes. played Jesse Chadwick. Great. Andrew Wyman. Oh, Andrew Wyman's Kirk, birthday. Totherland. I know. Third of April, Mark Bayliss, who plays Rob Donovan.
1: Rob Donovan. Congratulations on his birthday.
2: April, William Tarmy, played Jack Darkway. Sean Wilson, who played Martin Platt. Sixth of April, Ian Redford, who played Keith Appleyard. Seventh of April, Lynn Perry, who played Ivy Brennan. Ah. Gordon Kay, who played Bernard Butler. And Kathy Jones, who played Trisha Hopkins. Not
1: a bad mix this week. Happy birthday to all good. those yeah. people. Well done, and, everybody. And we will just assume bored. that, um, I won the quiz. Full marks. In fact, maybe I'll get eleven out of ten. So, um, I think we'll just get cracking with the rest of the podcast really because that's what you came for really what do we think about coronation street well here it is okay street talk time and oh gosh it was a good episode good week of coronation street actually this week i very much enjoyed all of this stuff did you like this week's coronation street Gemma? was it not great
2: Yes, it was great. Yeah, so
1: good. I, I I, mean, it had... Most of the stories that uh, were in there were the ones that I'd been particularly enjoying. You had your your, your Imran and Toya and Abby story, the happy, happy babby baby story, which was going to kick off today. We had the Rick and Mortis story with poor old Laura confessing to Rick's murder. Uh, we had... Cute stuff with Emma. I thought we'd call it happily Emma after because it sounds like she's, unlike Toya, she is going to have a happy fairy tale ending with this lovely chap, John. Um,
2: Especially if she doesn't actually skydive over out of a real plane.
1: Yes, yeah, I think she should stick to the uh, yeah. the fake ones, the indoor ones. Did yeah, you, would you right. like to do that? No. Did Would you fancy having your cheeks flapping about like Emma's? No, not your thing? I don't know, it looks kind of fun. And we had the T A T I M T M I story with Tim and Sally. Um, summer burnout, that's a thing. Um, and we also had stuff with What not, summer burnout. Well, I, did, I was just I was loving a look Is at storyline. No. Um it's just you know, when you kind of feel like you yeah I wasn't saying it was like when you feel a bit like you haven't you know, been a bit lethargic around summer and you can't bring yourself to do anything because it's too hot and you can't I don't know, there's a rubbish storyline oh, title. People made at least, about it's, everything, aren't it? least it's got one. Well, I haven't got a storyline title for the number nine stuff, but we have got Gemma. I don't know this is why it, this is personally a five out of five week for you, we did have a bit more of the Thrill of the Chest storyline in today's episode. So, uh, you start? I will start off with the Happy Babby Baby storyline. And um, oh, this is not going to be a happy Billy ever after for those two, because it's all over, Gemma. Our favourite relationship. Our, our couple that we have identified at That's all this it. time. It's the end the end ones the that we would definitely go around their house not for a dinner party.
2: Not doing this podcast.
1: Done. Anymore over with, tragic stuff. Oh my gosh. But if
2: she wants to offload that castle thing, I'll have it.
1: Yeah. That, I did. You, you had like a My Little Pony castle or something. Am I remembering the story from your childhood, right? Yeah. Is this the one that your dad went out and queued up to buy you or something?
2: No. My dad queued up to buy me Zelda on the SNES. Oh
1: yeah, but you wanted a Pink fairy tale castle. This was
2: a different time. It wasn't a simultaneous <laughs> event.
1: God, I hope not. You're a little bit old for it then. Okay. Anyway, so there wasn't much of this storyline on Monday. It was just kind of the warm-up time there. um What are you saying about nothing? Nothing. 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 Just remember having your happy memories of your princess castle. Um, so Imran is off to see Abby on Monday's episode because um, it's the hearing. On Wednesday, you need to go and settle her nerves. He tries to put on a brave face about it, but um, this could meet this is pretty important to him because it's not just obviously Abby keeping her baby that's on the line, or or his own reputation, which it's uh, probably not been doing so great recently because after a lot of few cases, but he could be losing his own son if this goes badly. So um, he and Abby are at the hospital. We still have a scene with them later, both being very doting parents. Abby um, to Imran is just. Uh, He's besotted with this little kid, isn't he? <laughs> and it's like everything else has stopped. He doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't care about Elsie and Toya, but I think for Imran, um, Alfie trumps all, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, everything is happy and lovely. Um, although he does look a bit worried when Abby's out of sight because, like I said, he, he could be losing this kid on Wednesday. Abby asks... He's asked, also ill. Hmm? Who's... Oh, oh, yeah. Alfie is also ill. He's got bad, bad guts. So Abby says to Imran, um, look, when are you going to break it to Toya? When are you going to tell her that you've got a secret baby? Because she didn't think he's going to do it. She didn't think he's got the guts to do it. And he says, look, I just need to choose the right moment. And then speak of the devil, in comes Toya. Um, They were supposed to be looking at wedding venues or something later that episode, but she says, oh, I've cancelled it in round because I'm just, I want to make it so you can concentrate on this this case and don't worry, I'm sure we'll have plenty of chance to do that later. Hmm. Good job they didn't put a deposit down, that's all I can say.
2: Would have been bad.
1: Yes. Wednesday. Um Imran is looking a bit sad and he tries sneaking off um out of the house first thing in the morning but Toya catches him he's like where are you off to mister and he's like I'm just going to sort out things with Abby before the trial and Toya still very very naive Toya poor poor Toya <laughs> saying oh Imran you're such a dedicated lawyer oh you're, you're so wonderful Abby is lucky to have you and he's like yeah anyway off I go so um he, he's actually he's back at the hospital again fawning over Alfie and he says look Abby I don't know whether I don't think this route this ruling is going to go in our favour today in your favour sorry today and um and she says but I need this I need to have a chance to have a fresh new start need to make Seb proud um I'll never let you down Alfie so um he's been a bit of a realist about the situation because I guess he's seen similar cases like this in the past but she thinks I'm Abby Franklin Webster everything always goes alright for me it's going to be fine I need this to be fine please make this be fine but she does have last minute nerves when they get to the courthouse before going in Um, and, and Imran kind of has a sit down with her outside the room and says look I'm risking a lot too here not just you what with this whole undisclosed fatherhood thing and if I get found out I could get struck off um, because he's, he's not declared a, um, link to to the baby oil. That, that's it, isn't
2: it? He hasn't declared an interest in the case. No,
1: he, he's got somewhat of a vested interest in this case. Um, and I could literally lose everything now. Um, and then, hey, Toya turns up for support. So always knows the right moment to pop in and make things a little bit more tense for them all. So they go in, um... Prosecute? Is it prosecution? The person that was saying no, Abby shouldn't keep the baby. I really
2: They're do not-, not know who that person. is. She's not
1: being a criminal, is she?
2: It's a hearing. I don't know.
1: I I don't know who whoever it is that's that's the anti-Imran says. Look, look at that Abby. She's what a, what, a, what a drug-addled strumpet she is. She shouldn't be in charge of a baby. She's already given her two siblings away. Son's dead. She probably won't watch him. And. I, I think that we need an interim care order. Thank you very much. So she does a quite a good job. But then it's Imran's turn to talk. And um, we all know that Imran is pretty good at his long-winded and um, expertly um, delivered, huh. crafted, exactly, speeches. And um, if he's going to fight for anything, this is the one to go for. And he does give a jolly good speech about um, why Abby gave up um, Charlie and Lexi. Because, you know, it's for, for the best for them. Also, don't forget, Seb died last year. That's a bit tragic, isn't it? And you want to whip this baby away from her as well? Oh, that's just not cricket, mate. So that was pretty stressful. Also, she didn't know she was pregnant with Alfie. Honestly, that well, the, that other woman there that was just talking says that, of course, she should know. But she didn't. She just, she just dropped a baby. It happens. Um, and you know what, though? When she saw baby Alfie for the first time, she knew she wanted him, by golly. But... The judge doesn't seem to have been convinced. Abby's behaviour, she says, cannot be excused. Don't know who the father is. What a mess this whole situation is. Interim care order granted. So just as Imran had um, warned, Elfie is not going to Abby. I do, does what does that actually mean? Does it mean that he will just end up in the uh, in, with a foster care, or he's going to be you know down the orphanages, stuffing, sc- scrubbing out the insides of chimneys and everything?
2: Well, they're having another hearing, aren't they?
1: Is that, I I can't remember what's happened with it. I yeah, but,
2: because she's going to appeal or something.
1: Oh, well, maybe she says well, later. That's she. why.
2: That's why this other bloke's involved. You know.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Elliot later. Yeah. Okay, but I suppose if they interim, don't interim,
2: you know what that means
1: for so the time interim being. Care order. Okay, so for the time being. Alfie is going to be um going off somewhere else although I mean he's not going to be getting anywhere for the moment is he because he's he's hooked up to the uh, the medical equipment at the hospital anyway um Imran's telling Alf uh, Abby look don't give up hope uh, and she 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 is determined not to so they go back to the street have a nice cuppa in Roy's um
2: Toya and Imran
1: Toya and Imran do I don't know why they don't just go home Make one there because Imran just wants to have a cry. But he, I think maybe, maybe he just likes the idea of having a public. <laughs> but does he want? Does he want Roy to come and pat him on the head or something? he wants a
2: free cup of tea? <laughs> Do
1: you think so? Do you think if he looks, if he can get of, a biscuit? Yeah, does his sad eyes at Roy? will get a free cup of tea out of it. Maybe you're right. He's he's utterly distraught at this. And Toya's look like look just look, look just please don't torture yourself about this one. Maybe this is the best thing for Abby and Alfie right now. It'll give her some time to get back on her feet. Um, she's just trying to see the positives in the situation. And she's also a little bit confused about why Imran's taking this so badly. I mean, he loses course at, uh, cases all the time, surely by now. He's used to it. And why is this one affecting him so much? And he says, look, just a bit much. What with the Elsie situation, it's a bit close to home because we we got um whole uh, adoption thing going on there. Um yeah, and it's just, just really affecting me. So maybe I should take a step back. And she's like, well, if that's what you think is best, I will support you no matter what. Well, she doesn't stick with that, does she?
2: That's very true. <laughs>
1: Only one episode later. Um, so Toya goes to goes to the Abbey. She meets um, her in the street. Yeah, she, she bumps into her, doesn't she? She thinks that Imran has told her by now that he's taking a step back and he's going to find... Um, Another another lawyer to take on the case, and she doesn't take the news well. She just kind of says, "Oh, fine." Turns Ooh, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Toya tells Abby this. Yeah, yeah. Toya tells Abby. Abby. Abby spins round on her heels and clops off down the street. Um, Imran arrives at the hospital later. He realizes he's got five missed calls from Abby, um, and uh, he so he goes to the woman at the desk and's like, "Hello, it's me, Imran. I've come see Alfie, please." And she's like, um, "Sorry, Abby's requested that you don't see the baby anymore." Um, so he has to go round to her. Um, flat she just, where's she staying at the moment have they said is she in the
2: she's staying in the precinct
1: oh yeah 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 well, he she, 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 she goes around there hammers on her door and says look you can't stop me seeing my son so she um she lets him in they have a bit of a barney he says look toy was just getting too close to the truth here I've had to take a step back um she's like well you should have just lied about it that's your job isn't it you're a lawyer and he says look I'm gonna get you another one a specialist." Um, that would not... have
2: been good to start with though wouldn't it because then you wouldn't have got into this mess about not being able to put your name on the certificate
1: well no I get I get that he wanted to
2: he's being add a cheap. bit of
1: personal touch he's <laughs> being cheap <laughs> well it's cost him dearly now She, she, she's like I'm not going to lose my son over this um, and, and she's uh, and and also Imran says I'm going to put my name on the birth certificate too. So that's going to be um, that's going to make things a bit better for us. And she doesn't believe he's do it. What's that going to mean for the adoption of Elsie? And he says, Look, my son comes first, and he always will. Oh, poor, poor, poor Elsie.
2: Poor Toya. I know. Poor
1: everybody. Um, so he gets home. He's all smiley. He's like, Oh, I've solved my problem. But I can't tell you about it, Toya. He says, Look, I told Abby that I'm stepping away from the case. I'm focusing on Elsie now. Um, and um, and speak of speaking of Elsie, she kind of calls Toya into her room. Elsie, I think Elsie has definitely had more lines this week than ever in total, hasn't she? Yeah. Nothing yeah. of any particular substance. More just like, "Come and play with me. Come and read me a story. Or whatever." But very very cute. Anyway, Toya gets called into Elsie's room, and the doors barely close before Imran does his sneaky look, S- uh, sneaks his phone out of his uh, suit pocket, and phones up Abby. Very loudly, even though Toya's just in the next room, telling her, "Look, I've been in touch with a great adoption lawyer. It's this was um, Elliot, something or other. It's the same person that uh, helped um, with the adoption of Ollie, I think he said. I don't know. Uh, he was involved. Or, no, he was in the, oh, no, the hospital stuff. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Anyway,
2: the got um, this great um, bloke. Yeah,
1: um, and um, look, I'm going to pay for him and everything. Don't worry about Toya. Everything's going to be fine." it isn't, is basically the synopsis for Friday's episode. It is not fine, but it was very dramatic, so it was good. And um, Toya and Imran are starting the episode, talking about uh, the fact that they've got this meeting with a social worker later, about Abby um, about Elsie, sorry (laughs) Um, Abby um, contacts Toya and tells her about being represented by Elliot, which Imran says, oh yeah I knew about that, Um, I convinced him to do it, pro bono lie Yes, I know, I know it is. Imran swears to Abby that he's going to tell Toya the truth about the birth certificate after this adoption meeting because they've they've been to town or wherever you go first thing, haven't they? So they've got this paperwork. Abby's got the the the, the birth certificate stashed away in her bag. Um, but yeah, Imran says, "I'll tell I'll tell Toya about it." He goes off. Then Toya pops out of the cafe, bumps into Abby, spills a load of coffee all over her. And um, offers to help her up. And she sees um, this package in Abby's bag, which Abby, like, snatches away, which gets uh, uh, Toyo a little bit suspicious. What's going on there, I've never then?
2: seen anybody keep a birth certificate in a padded envelope.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It was a good job it was, wasn't it? It wasn't just leaves, Otherwise, you would have to go back to town again and get a get a replacement for the coffee-stained one. Um, anyway... Uh, no, that's Kevin. how you
2: age it to make it look authentic.
1: Is that is that right? Is yeah, you it? screw okay. it up
2: and then you cover it in tea bags.
1: Maybe when Alfie grows up, he can say, mum why have I got why have I got coffee all over my birth certificate?" Like, well, son, there's a funny the story behind that. <laughs> it was a good one, I promise. Kevin goes over to the Abbey later. To, um, oh no pretty soon after to check that she's okay because he can see that she's been a bit flustered in the street she hides the birth certificate away as well and says well what are you doing here he says i'm just worried about you but yeah he's um he's spotted this envelope and he thinks there's something suspicious going on there he thinks you know drugs or whatever or a gun i don't know um she says look you're just checking that i'm clean i absolutely am um, oh no this is um, this is in the flat later isn't it yeah yeah sorry I forgot because Kevin had I missed the fact that Kevin went to see Toya and Toya was like oh, well something funny going on with Abby she saw this package that's right so Kevin's at Abby's flat now he's seeing this envelope um, in her making bag she's she goes he's like Abby Abby met me a cup of tea yep um, she says right off the kitchen don't look him a bag or anything Kevin he does he opens the bag finds the wallet looks at the certificate he knows the truth oh. and I thought this is great I didn't expect it to happen I didn't know when I was expecting it to all come out but even if it was going to be today's episode which I had a bit of a suspicion about I didn't expect it to be this early on in the episode and the rest of it was just the rather dramatic fallout so Abby um Abby hears the door slam from the kitchen, goes into the lounge. She sees the paperwork all on the sofa and she's like, oh my gosh, the truth is out. Imran, Imran, ring, ring, ring. You can't phone me. He, he's he's at this adoption meeting at the moment, so he doesn't pick up the call. But she says, Toya knows... Uh, no, sorry, Kevin knows what we're going to do about it. So meanwhile, this um, adoption meeting is just starting. Imran's starting to get a little bit worried. He's sitting there with the woman and Toya hasn't turned up at this point. Um,
2: he's, he's making small talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um
2: and he's having the time of his life cuz he thinks everything's going to work out.
1: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know he's what. It's
2: like really jovial. He
1: he is very very happy and smiley and he thinks like yeah. And
2: making jokes all, and
1: yeah, all of his birds come home to That like everything is absolutely perfect for him. And um he he's um He's going, yeah, we're going to be great foster parents. It's well, going to be wonderful.
2: The lady asked them a question, didn't she?
1: Yeah, she says, what What make, What make? makes you think that you'd be suitable foster parents? And then Ran's like, do you want me to just say how great I am? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. And Toya kind of butts in and she's very serious. And she says, look, we love her. We'd do anything for her. No matter what it means for us, um, we want what's best for her. And she, what? Did she
2: say... Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. and Imran's kind of yeah grinning about how great they'd be and how they're Team Elsie and everything, and and Toya at this point is looking set to cry, and this this was a, a really this is quite a fun reveal. This was
2: like really disconcerting.
1: It was. It felt it's it like a little what bit. Is,
2: like, why? Is she, what's going? She knows. She must know.
1: It was. It was a. It was a gradual how did kind she of. Find oh, she, she does. She know surely doesn't... Yeah, because she started the meeting completely, you know, as if you would. She she know. didn't. I don't think she gave anything away straight away. Her response about oh we love her just came from a sense of to to me from a place of this is really really important to me. I've always wanted a child. that yeah. I've got this little cutie pie in my grasp. I love this kid, and and that's why I'm being quite quite stoic and solemn about it. But yeah, as the meeting goes on. It looks like maybe she is. She knows something because she's she's starting to tear up a little bit. And Ran's there, not noticing at all, really. He's like, Oblivious. oh, well, we, we live in walking distance of a park and a school. If he was talking about Victoria Gardens this there, is I think he, he oversold like, it.
2: He's a liar. It's not a park. It's more of a small seating area. <laughs> with a with bench
1: and a, and, a, and a potting... Uh, that's not a shed, is it? No, what would you call it? A little little cupboard little potting cupboard Um, and then this is when Toya blurts out that he's a liar she knows Kevin's told her we we see as she's as she's having a rant we see the uh, the camera kind of uh, cuts to Kevin doesn't it and he's there with his mobile phone in his hand he's obviously texted her to tell her what he found out well wait it was a it was a photograph of the birth certificate wasn't it because we see it on her phone later I be. and
2: Abby's, Abby's been doing him round's pants as well as mine. Yeah, <laughs> she has. He's found
1: out. She's been doing his pants. That's why they've been running out of um, washing, uh, washing powder. So far, she's not been snorting it or anything. She's Ugh, been washing she's him round's pants.
2: Disgusting.
1: <laughs> and she's already got a son. Toya says uh, he's already got a son with a grieving drug addict. Um, she says, "I look. I really, really love Elsie, and I want her in my life, but now I can't. Not with him." Um, it's over. That it, is the option lady's like, so, so, so like
2: Drum Well, this is not how this is supposed to go.
1: No, not quite. Although she's very nice about it and she says, I think we'll just stop the meeting now, but um, Yeah, I'm not gonna write I, this down. <laughs> I, I, I'm going home now, so if you want to have the room, um just no lock the door on the way out.
2: She's I... like it's Friday night, I'm leaving. This is <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm going, much am I'm, Yeah, I'm going down to Roy's where everybody hangs out on a Friday night before going, heading out on the town. I'm gonna
2: hit the town with girls. See you later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Toya um tells Imran he's ruined everything and he he says, look, just let me give you a chance to tell you the truth. So he tells her all about what happened after the court case, um with Kelly, um going back to going to uh, Sabine's first, then finding Abby in a bar, um going to a hotel with her and Toya Toya is really kind of um she's on the board for the first time in, <laughs> in many weeks and she's like hang on a minute you did did Abby have this hotel room before you went to oh, it this no is
2: terrible. no
1: she didn't so that means that you decided to go and have sex together you booked a hotel room lies upon lies upon lies um, and yeah, what happened and how of... did she get pregnant
2: I'm just glad that Coronation Street addressed my query about where did they do it, because I've been accusing them of doing it in a toilet. No, no. I? No, it is. I think that somebody on, on the... Maybe, maybe it was Charlie DeMello. Maybe he insisted. It's like, look, Imran is a dirty dog, but he's not gross. I need them... I need to re- regain my reputation with the Conversation Street <laughs> podcast listeners.
1: Yeah, let's have them I go to a classy Imran's hotel.
2: name to stop being dragged through the mud. <laughs> like, a disgusting street urchin he went to a classy hotel everybody yeah
1: not even probably wasn't in the Chariot Hutt Square hotel or otherwise maybe you would have seen it and um, she says look did you uh, how did she get pregnant she, he says oh I thought she was on the pill um, but yeah guess she was well he <laughs> so, she's
2: like oh why didn't you wear a condom and he was like she said it'd be fine yeah like okay dude sorry what
1: Toya is just like, I can't believe I'm hearing this and he's like, Don't worry, I went I went to an ST, there was it, a ST. sexual health clinic and I made sure that me and you didn't have sex for a while until I found the notes. It was just oh yeah. It was a um, very kind of
2: this was too much raw. information.
1: It was a bit. It was well, where's not so, so much where's as si and where's Sally and Tim? Tim, yeah, exactly. Um and uh, she says Well when did you find how long have you known that she was pregnant? It was interesting he kind of went straight to Oh yeah, it was New Year's Eve because although He thought that she was pregnant on New Year's Eve, it didn't last for long did it because like he said to her, she said oh it was a a false alarm, it was fine I probably wouldn't have just mentioned that because that's just made himself look worse. Although, if he does want to be given the full truth now
2: He was in a hole and he was digging trying to get to Australia to get out of the situation
1: Yeah uh, it's, it's just all It just all starts to click into place with her now. And she realises, oh, this is why you've been representing her. This is why when I suggested that Abby come and stay with us, you said no. Um, and she's like, did you care about Elsie or yourself? And he kind of admits that although he, obviously he does love Elsie, he was really just trying to protect his secret with that one. And she says, what, what happened about the birth certificate then? You're just trying to be the hero. You're riding in there on your white horse saying, I'm going to rescue you, Abby. I'm going to make sure that you can keep your baby. And he says, look, I was just trying to keep Alfie out of care. He's my son. I want to do anything for him. Um, and she, she says, look, I'm never going to be able to trust you again. And thanks to you, we are never going to have Elsie.
2: What Elsie?
1: I want, I want <laughs> Elsie to stay. How can we make Elsie stay in this programme? Well... Uh, carry on uh, Abby um, oh so Kevin storms into the garage tells Tyrone what's going on <laughs> and then um, Toya turns up at the bistro oh, so sad. I know she's there having she a bit just, of a cry
2: uh, Nick's there angrily cleaning tables because
1: oh you've just been, been playing chess been playing oh chess how dare <laughs> so, um, and yeah. then she
2: comes and puts everything into perspective for him yeah it does a little bit I, I don't know I don't think Nick just kind Nick's of sneaks out of of having things in perspective. <laughs> um
1: you'd have thought that when you get buried up to your neck in quicksand it might make you Well it
2: hasn't, has it?
1: <laughs> anyway, she's uh, talking to Leanne about it, which I was very glad that those two had a scene together. I'm hope hopefully we'll get a few more battersby sister scenes out of this story now because she ain't got very many other um Confidence at the moment has she no <laughs> like 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 many a soap character you only make friends with somebody who turns out to be gonna be secretly your enemy and then when you lose them if you got left nobody don't you can't even be friends with fizz because she's moving house next week oh. um anyway so they're talking about this about the situation and already toya is regretting opening her mouth about it because she said that i, I I had Elsie within my grasp, but now I've lost her. And Leanne says, Look, I know it doesn't, it's not going to feel like that at the moment, but um, you've done well, the right thing.
2: Well, they were saying, like, she's saying, I should have just lied. Yeah. I yeah. only had to lie for a little bit.
1: Yeah. But she can't do it. She can't do it. She's just too she's honest, too noble. is Altoya. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the whole, you know, she's oh, kept quite a few secrets in the past. Don't talk
2: about don't... Dr.
1: Ali and the drugs and. Um,
2: don't talk Others. about stealing babies. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Abby finds Imran found drowning his sorrows in the pub later and uh, she's like, Imran, Imran, watch out. I think Kevin knows. A <laughs> 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 little bit uh-huh. late there, Abby. Kevin comes stomping in there saying, Hey, hey, Ke- Imran, you just you just like to play the good guy? You're just a massive liar? Like... You like to lord over the little guy? Oh.
2: Im- <laughs> oh, He's Kevin. like, Imran your bloody red pants turned mine pink. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you for this. <laughs>
1: He's, he, do he, I look he, like
2: the sort of man who wears pink pants?
1: He doesn't stare, stay there long, does he? He kind of storms out, although he does come back not long later because we see him there with a pint later on. Anyway, he says, yeah. look, just don't screw Alfie up. He, and he storms out off.
2: for effect, and then he waits for him to leave and comes back. Nice. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I wanted a pint. Yeah. So Abby <laughs> tries to apologise to him later and says, look, I do love you, Kevin. Um, this is what I do to people I love, isn't that proof? Um, but um, she basically says that you're better off without me. To be honest, um, end of the episode, we have Imran coming home. Toya is still fuming. She, I don't think
2: she's fuming. Well, no, she well, she's beyond that.
1: Beyond fuming, uh, what's that? Apoplectic. She's... She... she's just, she's just empty inside now, isn't she? She, uh, she, her glad. life has been she's turned glad. upside down. Um, she doesn't. She can't talk to Imran right now, and sends him off to read Elsie a bedtime story. Um, and and so and then the the last scene of the episode, we have Toya having a little cry by the princess castle, because this <sighs> to, this this was going to be her happy ever after, wasn't she it? She's was
0: going to live
2: in the castle, and she just realised that she's too big. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she puts. She's never
2: going to be a Polly in my pocket.
1: Puts a little princess doll. In the castle, as a cry, as as Imran reads his bedtime story to Elsie in the next door room, which you know, if if yes, uh, on Wednesday's episode when I said, or well, Imran, don't phone up Abby in the lounge yeah. because Toya will hear you in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just proof because you could hear both of them loud and clear reading that bedroom story, bedtime story. Anyway that's um, how it ends Toya being very sad life Soya's is over
2: Toya's crying because she's tried so hard to protect Elsie from gender stereotypes and then oh
1: yeah they said that didn't they he's
2: reading her a, a story about how a princess is happy ever after
1: oh oh Toya you had it so close because this has been this has been Toya's journey hasn't it ever since she came really back has. five years or so it really ago has. like the quest for a baby first with Peter <sighs> Um, and and now with Imran and and, and well, uh, there was um baby baby Susie as well.
2: Well, there was the baby at Christmas.
1: Yes, baby, what's baby, baby Mason?
2: Baby mustard, Coleman's mustard.
1: And oh, can do, is there any chance? Do you think that she could keep Elsie?
2: I don't know. I'm wondering this. I'm wondering if the lady's going to be how like these
1: things work?
2: Oh, we don't care. Just have
1: a. <laughs> no, who else would want this little urchin? She
2: started talking now. You know, <laughs> she can't. She's you can't shut chatty. her up. Like people don't like a chatty. You know, women, chatty women. People don't like it. <laughs> so we're gonna have to just get rid of her. You can have her.
1: Oh, it does it make me wonder. Like, even though this is all out, is there a chance that Imran and Toya will decide to? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Im Toya could forgive Imran now. But can they put on an act to try and convince the Foster late. people to to late. let her keep them? It's
2: too late. It's
1: too late. Oh, but I want to... I want Elsie to stay in the show. I think she's lovely. Isn't she the cutest little thing? She is
2: very adorable.
1: Um, Do you think... There's going to be a sad scene, isn't there, where they have to say goodbye to her? Do you think they... I, d- put I don't know. Whether...
2: Her st- put all of her stuff in a in a little suitcase and put a little duffle coat on her and leave her at the station like Paddington Bear. Yes.
1: Oh, I reckon. I bet they'll have some scenes with with them sadly tidying up all their stuff. Do you think <sighs> that they'll? Do you think they'll? I don't know whether they'll do it. Have the scene where they reveal to Elsie or tell Elsie, "Sorry, you've got you've got to go to live oh with somebody else now." I don't know whether the little kid that plays Elsie that. would be able to react well enough to that. <laughs> but um, <sighs> oh, at least we spared that.
2: What did you think about the fact that we didn't get to see Toya find out? Um, I didn't. I felt you, a bit you cheated. didn't like that, did you? I felt a bit cheated. They obviously did it because they wanted a dramatic confrontation. where we didn't know that she knew,
1: mm. and um, I did enjoy that part of it.
2: Yeah, but I, I do feel as though we've been waiting for her to find out. Like she's the only person that we care about. Um, finding out I, th- I think mm. because oh, she's the most important part yeah yeah she's the one that so, who has been cheated on and, and lied you know to. You, you just you know um that george taylor can could have done a fantastic performance of like the shock and horror of of realizing yeah what but... happened
1: also, I would worry that they do the whole thing of the like they did with Imran the other week, where they would just like, be zooming in on Toya, and then it'd be like the, noise.
2: And, you
0: just scared and, the cat.
2: Uh, sorry, cat. So and just you just there. probably freaked everyone out oh, listening definitely. on headphones.
1: So I, 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 I don't mind that we didn't get that because it's not like we didn't get fantastic performances from all the main players throughout the rest of the episode. Was, and, and there was more to come. I'm sure.
2: It was pretty, pretty. Oh it's difficult because it was it was like the words you used to describe it it's like it was really cool or really good or whatever but it was horrific really to see to like watch that scene and gradually realise like oh crap she knows yeah what's uh, she gonna do
1: I know I wonder whether it would have been even better if we hadn't seen um, Kevin getting the envelope or something could like. It, they, could could, how they, have could re- they have? Well, I just wonder whether. No, I mean they, they could have rejigged the scenes a little bit. So that they... would have
2: been too mysterious for, for lots of people. <laughs> no, but I'm just
1: trying to think. Like if so, if Kevin had sent Abby into the kitchen to make his tea, then we could have had the scene with Toya. You know, gradually revealing, "Ha ha, ah, you're a liar." Not "Ha ha," but you know. Ha ha, you liar. Then they could have cut to Abby coming out of the kitchen, again, with Toya talking over it, Abby seeing the paperwork there, and oh, then cut to Kevin bad. with with the phone. I, I, yeah. I think... Because as we were watching it... I didn't, there like, were...
2: I didn't like the bit where we cut to, to Kevin. It's like, nobody was sitting there going, but how could she possibly have found out? Only Kevin knows and he can't work a phone. <laughs>
1: I didn't. I didn't mind that, to be honest. I didn't mind. Yeah, but you're right. you Probably did have to ask her. Uh, it's
2: like we know, Tim.
1: How'd you send a picture message? You
2: Can bloody work it out. It, we didn't need the dots connecting that much.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I, I quite liked how it was, but um, yeah, just very, very surprised how soon it came. Are I you know. Re- I'm really. Did you go into today's ex- episode? No, no. 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 It was brilliant. It it's was, all
2: come out so quickly.
1: Yeah, and and the best thing oh, was bloody it, out. The best it thing was how a
2: it, idiot. it
1: happened halfway through the episode, so we got to see the fallout rather than wait for the whole weekend. Um, so so good. Um, do you, do you think that um, Toya did the right thing, or <laughs> well, should, should she have just kept it quiet? This
2: is a soap, so everybody's doing the worst possible thing, aren't they? For their like, no, no nothing's gonna. Run smoothly, so you know, why on earth did Imran defend um Abby even though he actually should not have done that because now he stitched himself up. He can't be um
1: Yeah, so is he gonna get disbarred now? He, surely he's
2: going to have his licence taken off him and he's gonna be like Todd, you know? Yeah. There's gonna be so many lawyers well, on maybe... that street who can't practice law anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean two's quite a lot, really. Yeah. For for a back street in Salford, um, <laughs> sorry Weatherfield, um, yeah. So he's stupid for doing that. Then he's stupid for putting his bloody name on the certificate because if he's going to do that, he should have done it to start with and then got Elliot. It's so it's so annoying. I know but, it's part of the plot, but I really, get, you would think that he'd be smarter than this. I get like, why he, he put didn't... his bloody name on it. You can put your name on. I think you can add your name as a dad.
1: Yeah, but I. I, he put his name on it to try and secure Elsie, and like as a as a bit of a backup, like if
2: secure Elsie. No, it's
1: not sorry, Elsie. Secure elfie So like, if if Abby was going to lose her, then at least because one of the things the judge said was, "Well, we don't know who the father is," yeah, so he thought the case would be better for him if his name was on the yeah. certificate.
2: Now, yeah, exactly. But now he's he's stupid, isn't he? Oh, and like, really, why does he need Elliot now? He doesn't really, because he could just say, "Oh, it's my kid. I'll have him."
1: i, do, I do you know do you understand yeah, yeah, what yeah. i'm saying yeah yeah i get it
2: like it, it is baffling and then Toya could not shut her mouth for half an hour and just be like yeah, la 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 like she didn't even have to say anything did she she could have just not said anything mm. and waited to see if they could have elsie adopted because once i i don't understand how i don't understand what this meeting was for i don't know if at the end of it the woman's like well you haven't out with yourself as maniac. So here's yeah, a bit that's of what paper. I was thinking.
1: I I didn't. It didn't feel like they were going into that meeting and they would be told at the end of it, she's yours now for the rest of your lives. It just yeah. felt like a meeting to discuss the options. Yeah, like, so... oh, do
2: you actually want to go ahead with this or or not? Yeah, so I. But think... then, but then, she. But then, Toya said, like, I could have, you know, if that was it. I I could have just had her, and then I didn't. I I messed it up. I think it's that Toya realised she would
1: have had to have kept lying about it or kept kept it from Imran that she knows the truth for a lot longer. I think if she had only had to held out for half an hour or so, maybe she could have done. But yeah, she she knew that it was gonna be longer than that. Um And maybe uh. maybe maybe she it's because she knows that she 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 doesn't want to be a single mum to Elsie and she and she is just thinking of what's best for her. And and that's what she wants. What's best for this little kid? And and
2: it's yeah. But is what is what is best for her to like be abandoned again?
1: Well, I get. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I think also Toya. Another reason that she blurted it out was just because um, she realizes how naive she's been for so long. Like she has been blindly stumbling through these past months on Coronation Street, hasn't she? Just like, thinking, everything's fine, I live in a perfect family bliss. Although you know, that's not completely true because she did know that Imran had yeah, cheated knew, on her. Yeah, she knew that,
2: but, thought it was a, a random, random drug adult strumpet, not a specific one. Yes. Not a grieving drug addict.
1: Well she, she'd she given him the benefit of the doubt and, and she was like, you know, Six months ago, she was ready to call it a day on the relationship. Then, wasn't she? Um, but she said he, she let him convince her to give it another chance, and now she just feels utterly stupid that yep. she's been completely blind about it. So, you know, I don't, I don't blame her for bubbling over a little bit. Do you think that did, did Kevin do the right thing as well? That Kevin, Ke- wasn't... Kevin,
2: Kevin, yeah, Kevin was right here. He but wasn't he to have know snooped. That... Shouldn't have snooped, but then he thought she was on drugs again. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, he
1: did. He he was just. I know, checking. He, yeah,
2: I know. I'm just saying. Uh, he I don't he know
1: didn't realize. He have... I don't think that Toya and Imran were at a adoption hearing or adoption meeting, fostering, whatever it was. No, it doesn't. It, it not, but it's not like he tried to.
2: He wasn't trying to ruin their lives. To
1: sabotage. No, exactly. exactly. Well, he does.
2: He he probably feels bad for Toya. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mike know. Lavelle was uh was great again yeah. this week, wasn't Everyone he? Everyone was
2: yeah. fantastic. Obviously, I mean, I. D- kind of becomes redundant to say doesn't it like how great everybody mm. in this like what what great performance they've got for these yeah these scenes I loved it. like we like the we like the actors anyway but they're really fantastic at delivering scene after scene after scene with these really powerful well, emotions.
1: T- uh, performances were gut-wrenching towards the end i thought georgia uh, yeah I thought um, it was George. georgia yeah. um and we've she's not had much of a chance to do that for a while has she she's just I <laughs> she's. Been, i think she's been quite a, a, a background oh character God. in this story and she's just been like popping into the hospital going
0: hello everything okay oh, oh man you're so
1: lovely oh it, you know she she hasn't had to do any massive massive heavy drama like this for a long time or not very much of it anyway um So, yeah, it was fantastic being able to get her to... Give her a chance to show off her acting chops today. Imran or Charlie's performance was brilliant. Um, I loved his little court scenes earlier in the week as well. Um, Oh, but it's just so sad that that the relationship is over now. Oh, they had such a lovely little family unit there, didn't they? We we knew it was coming.
2: Of all the times to like break up <laughs> during a bloody adoption hearing <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what you pair of muppets <laughs> imran you ruined everything i oh, oh my god dig a hole and die in it
1: what do you think's gonna happen to them next then <laughs> so imran's
2: yeah how what is gonna like... like the the adoption lady was like look it's friday afternoon it's five o'clock i can't be dealing with this lot of room when you're done. I'll see you on Monday. Like what are they, you know, is she going to be on Monday? She could be like, right, have you sorted it out or what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean like George, uh, sorry. Toya didn't throw Imran out on Friday's episode.
2: Well, no, they're still is... living there together, which is weird because they had to stay together like originally. She found out he'd he'd had an affair, he'd slept with somebody else, mm. and she was like we'll have to stay together until Elsie leaves. Yeah. yeah. Then she, over the few months, she's gradually kind of like forgiven him and thought that they could be happy together and that everything will be fine. And 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 then she's like come around to the idea that now that they can adopt Elsie, they're going to be to stay together and she kind of accepted it.
0: Mm.
2: And now, I forgot. I've I lost myself.
1: I wonder whether this was, in, in a way, is this the best thing? And is if the only reason that Toya agreed to take Imran back is because. No, she because genuinely,
2: like, the, the glances that she's been giving him is like, I can forgive you, I can forgive you. Yeah. It'll be all right in the end. <laughs> I'm kind of getting everything I want, really. Um, mm. And we said no more secrets, so yeah. I trust him completely.
1: Were you hoping for a little bit more fireworks and, you know, throwing the plastic bag bin bag with all those uh, posh suits out the window? I that don't kind think of that's
2: thing. a Toya and Imran kind of reaction. Although maybe on Monday
1: i i hope I, I i hope that we are gonna see a little bit more i'm, I'm sure we will but um yeah if she she's gonna she's gonna have to throw him out um is he gonna go and doss down with abby or something because he hasn't got anywhere else to stay i mean i suppose well, you could try and crash at, stay with me but you could try and crash at um kevin's mm, i don't think so you could show him say, how to use
2: the washing machine i was
1: gonna say adam and sarah's possibly um oh
2: my god yeah that'd be quite funny
1: yeah, I don't think um, Sarah is going to be quite so uh, accepting the of an is, actual Ryan, real life cheat in her house.
2: The question is about Imran. Is like, is he actually a good bloke or is he not?
1: The, exactly, this is the thing, isn't it? Because there there are a couple of characters today saying you think that you're a good guy and you, yeah. you kind of you act like you're the moral high ground yeah, yeah. and and everything, but actually you're just lying scum. And like
2: the facade that he puts on of this like caring guy. I don't is think that it, just fake.
1: No, I don't but, think it is.
2: But at the end of the day though, yeah.
1: I think I think he is a genuinely good guy and I still really I really like him Rand, despite all is, of this. But he's, got he's somebody form. who does stupid things.
2: But he's got a form for this though, you know?
1: Mm, he he has. I mean, yeah, he cheated this isn't the
2: first... on his his wife and that's why they got divorced.
1: Yeah, when he when he got together with Toya, he was Yeah. He was doubling up with Leanne at the same time as well. He's just got he's got many many good qualities but he's just when all that um... stuff was
2: coming out about how they actually got a hotel together and stuff I was thinking this is even worse than than you would think think it was because they it was so premeditated yeah
1: I think Imran's problem is he thinks that he's a good. Yeah, guy. exactly.
2: I do. I, that's what I think. I think he's fooled himself, and yeah. he he excuses every single thing that he does with like, oh well, I couldn't help that because blah blah blah. I couldn't help this because blah blah blah. Like really, if he was really, if he really really cared about Toya and Elsie, and Elsie, he would not have put his name on that certificate because he knows he's the father. It's not a question. He knows at any point he could demand a paternity test and have his name put on there. It doesn't really matter. Mm. like having his name on there now versus tomorrow but you know he should have kept his kept him oh, kept his eyes on the prize you know let let Elliot do his thing yeah then then the kind of come in with the trump card if he needed to but he just played all of his cards at once like he's playing and <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's playing poker and he's just failed <laughs> completely
1: he has he has I I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing them but in a in a sick What's sort of happen? way.
2: Yeah, what is what will where will we pick up?
1: I don't are know. They, are
2: they just gonna be cohabit in like a really angry, like <laughs> really angry middle class, failed marriage, stay together for the kids it doesn't sort see, of there doesn't smash seem to smash be my any boiled point egg while I'm reading The Guardian kind of a way. Well
1: Toya's already decided we've lost Elsie now. Yeah, so there's is. no point in Imran staying around there, is there? Although, but apart El- from for- to to not break Elsie's heart quite yeah, so soon, yeah,
2: he reads her bedtime stories.
1: Yeah, <sighs> uh, and and also like, what is what is Leanne gonna do uh, if if, if Toya is go around
2: there with a nice pick and give if him If Toya a is
1: distraught and she's not going full on Battersby, then I hope that Leanne will go and tear him a new one.
2: I want the Battersby sisters to unite and and bring out their inner trash demons and go round there and just just ruin him you know just like cut holes in all of his trousers
1: oh he's not going to come out of this well and it is such a shame because i do really like the character
2: he's such a dirty dog stick (laughs) him in the washing machine he does deserve he survives
1: (laughs) he does deserve everything that he's got coming to him and maybe it'll make him realize that just because you act like you're the goody that doesn't mean you necessarily are well,
2: yeah. I mean, isn't it kind of like an exercise in self-delusion? And doesn't it make you look at yourself and think, "Am I really an Imran? Am I?" Do I, think I think lots think of I'm- people
1: think that they're they they're the good guy, but they know well, that they are. do. Well, you are. You're the
2: main. This is the thing, isn't it? You're the hero of your own story, and everyone else is the villain. Mm. But really, we're all just trying to get along. Yeah, yeah. I- the only thing I do- The only thing about this story that I-, I wish had we got to see is is Toya's reaction. I just i really i know they're not going to do this but i could really do with like a flashback um next week where we see toya finding out i just think that that's a missed opportunity and i know that george taylor would have done a fantastic job but i do get the feeling there might be more
1: i think there is opportunities more to come for
2: angst and sadness
1: yeah yeah
2: but can my heart Hope. I don't know.
1: <laughs> do you think that um do you think that there's any possibility that Imran and Abby will decide, look, we've both been kicked to the curb by our respective partners, let's try and let's raise this baby it. together. It doesn't well, you feel... said
2: this last week. You're like why are you being why are you it's not blimmin? A 1960s sitcom. If I
1: can't have Imran and Toya, at least Imran and Abby, two other characters that I like, maybe. But I, I don't think that they're each they other's would not sort of. Other. No, I don't think they're each other's can you type.
2: imagine? Can you imagine Abby watching Bloomin University Challenge with, <laughs> with Imran? I kind of can. I can imagine her getting some answers right and him getting annoyed and turning it over.
1: <laughs> the other question is whether Kevin's going to take Abby back because.
2: No, he's done with her.
1: I. She was still saying that she loved him and everything, but he he has got to think of Jack, hasn't he? And and I think the judge was probably right when she rules oh, that yeah. Abby shouldn't have the baby. Yeah. As yeah, much I, as I would love to see Abby take the baby. And to be honest, I still think she is gonna end up with Yeah, him. I think she is. I yeah. think that the, I think absolutely she's gonna be raising that kid. And I would hope that she would do a good job. And when when she, Abby's she, saying, I will do anything for you, I'm not going to screw up again, I do believe her. But in my back uh, of my head, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, but it's gonna, if she's in a soap and the storyliners would probably quite like to have her not do that, it'd be a shame. I'd, what I'd like to see more than anything is for her to prove that she can be a great mum, because I do think that she's got the potential, but I'm a massive Abby apologist, as you yeah. know. Um, well, but no, I don't, I don't think that the script writers would be able to... Um, resist the temptation to have her screw up again.
2: The difference now from when where she was before when she had the twins is that she's got a support system and she never had that before. She's got people that will actually help her with the baby if she needs it. She has,
1: but she reacts to things badly, really badly. and quickly. Know, even... she, she doesn't gradually spiral downwards. If something starts to look like it's going wrong, it's like, bam, out come the drugs or whatever.
2: Even when Toya was like, oh sorry Abby uh, Imran's taking a step back from your case she's like fine whatever I don't even care bye
1: yeah ex- exactly uh, So oh, I, yeah.
2: I, I relate to that <laughs> that's what I'm like yeah. well, fine screw you bye see you later
1: you, are, you absolutely are um, oh great stuff tragic and sad and I didn't want this day to ever come but um,
2: it is like... at least.
1: at least I didn't end the episode thinking oh that was done in a really boring way I really did enjoy watching it. I did.
2: <laughs> I did feel a bit like I'm watching somebody steamroll a kitten. Yeah,
1: I'm. D- I'm very sad that what we're not going to get any more of the scenes of family bliss. Again, I know. even though in the back of my head I'm thinking, oh, but but it's but. It's not fair. There's this- nobody left. No. The only
2: two people left on the street who are happily married or together is Bloody Tim and Sally. They won't stop shagging each other.
1: <laughs> oh, what about what about Ed and Aggie?
2: Yeah, I guess so.
1: But I I just think that Imran and Elsie are so cute together. That stuff that he was doing today when he was sticking his tongue out her and everything. So bloody cute.
2: Disgusting. Oh, Illegal.
1: gosh. Okay, Gemma, let's move on to the next story, the Rick and Mortis story. Um, Poor old poor old Laura. She's not doing so well, is she? Yeah.
2: You Over d- to you. you. You do it. Me?
1: It's your turn. You know, I'll do it. if You, you do it. You still feel... Oh, okay. So, Monday early morning panicking for Gary and Maria. Um, this is following up from the um, surprise confession at the end of last week's episode, where Laura's like, yeah, it I that killed Rick Nealon. Um, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do now? Kelly's utterly baffled by this. Um, and she's like, oh, Gary, what was it that you wanted to tell me yesterday? Um, Did you know about my dad? And Gary's like, uh, well, um, Laura told me that there was some big news that was incoming. Uh, We just assumed it was something that was bad about her cancer. Uh, We weren't expecting this, honestly. Um, But anyway, I'm going to go down uh, to the police station, find out what's happening. And Kelly says, I'm going to come down too. So um, at the police station, we get D.S. Beckett returned. Hurrah, we haven't seen her since
2: last, last week. Was she? No, I don't think
1: so. I thought that this was... Or maybe at the very end of it. I, I can't remember, but... Well,
2: we, she was originally investigating...
1: She, she was investigating the underworld roof collapse, wasn't she? So uh, she she hasn't been... Even she's if she like, wasn't last week, I can't remember. She wasn't... Yeah, this is the first time we've seen her since 2019.
2: I've got an unsolved case on my desk and I'm going to pin it on the next person to walk him through the door.
1: So I, I think that she she's had Gary... has he, He's been the one that got away... For three years, for DS Beckett, and when Laura's there in the interview room saying it was me, it was me, um, she's like, oh, I don't, I don't think I believe you. Actually, we know exactly who's responsible for uh, Rick Neelan's disappearance, Gary Windass. Now, what has he done to you to make you take the blame for him? Um, yeah. Meanwhile, we've <laughs> G- got
2: gave you cancer.
1: <laughs> we got Kelly and um, Gary showing up at the front desk there, saying, "What's going on with my mum?" And the desk sergeant's there, like saying, oh, "Sorry, I can't tell you." And Gary has to kind of prize her away to get back home. Meanwhile, Laura's doing her best to avoid the tough questions that are being asked. So As I said on the podcast last week, she she doesn't know enough about. The moment of rick's death to be able to tell a convincing recount about what exactly happened so she's kind of yeah avoiding those questions and says oh, well look all that happened rick asked to meet me in the woods he dug a grave for me Yay. came at me with a shovel and beckett's like nope i do not believe you um gary gets back to the flat later maria's kind of weirded out by how calm he's being about all this um, Kelly, meanwhile, is raiding the place for any kind of clue that she might find to prove her mum's innocence. I don't know what she's expecting to find particularly. Um, and then she, But then she realises, hang on a minute, why did she even employ this private investigator the other week? If she'd killed Rick, would she be doing this? Because she could just find that he ends up spiralling around and pointing the finger at her. That'd be too risky. Uh, Gary's right, you're right. I'm going to phone him up see what's going on with this. So um, then Kelly gets a news alert from the Gazette on her phone, um, and we why? get to see
2: why is Kelly got the Gazette a news alert on the, on she the Gazette? She likes to keep like, up
1: with the local goings on in boop, environment boop. and stuff.
2: The bypass has been rejected. Boop boop. <laughs> New play area set up in Bezy Street. <laughs> boop boop. Residents reject speed bump initiative. <laughs> Um boop boop. What are the top five places to get a hot pot in Weatherfield? Number five will shock you. <laughs> well Boop, what boop. It Stop it. Let me say what
1: I So this was saying that they've stopped development on the training ground. And things are happening very fast here as well, aren't they? Never mind the Toy and Imran story, but like it was like, last Wednesday, week, they maybe getting... they started building there yeah. and by Monday this week they've already had to halt work on it. Well,
2: that's probably why they got started quick. They're like, I oh, know, this is dodgy, right? We're involved in the story. There's cameras everywhere. Go really fast because <laughs> this could go wrong. I've seen it happen before.
1: So we see this close-up of the Gazette article, that, though only <laughs> being about three sentences long, had two spelling mistakes in it, I noticed. But anyway, they've stopped the development on the training ground so the police can search for a body. Um, And we see this. there's this great tracking shot of Beckett striding up to the building works, isn't there? I know,
2: I want a a spin-off, DS Beckett Investigates.
1: Yeah, I I need a spin-off with Beckett, Fringe McBangs, um, What's Her Face?
2: Yeah, What's Her Face. What's her name?
1: The other one, the great one. You're asking me,
2: I don't know. I know who you mean. A resting bi- arresting
1: bitch face. Everyone's screaming at us. God, I can't remember what her name is. That's really bad. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> failed every, everyone. Okay. So no, they, they, see, she kind of turns, turns up at the at the, uh, the the building site and there's these kids there going, Oh, what they're looking for. And one of the guys, oh, it's Tommy Orfington's career. <laughs> great. I was hoping to see a little bit more Those of the investigating there, but we didn't. There's literally that was the only scene that they had. I want to see the moment like a that grim,
2: they like a grim bit of black plastic poking out of the
1: yeah wow they, they really missed a trick. That that would have only... I don't know. Maybe they it filmed not... it
2: and then they realised that they used the wrong tape and it said dress, uh, dress set, do not enter, instead of crime scene.
1: D.S. McKinnon.
2: D.S. McKinnon. That's
1: the one I was thinking of.
2: How did that come to you?
1: I don't know. Well um, anyway, yeah, I, I, I wanted to see them find...
2: You <laughs> imagine if D.S. Beckett investigates with what was it DS yes, McKinnon. McKinnon and Fringe McBangs <laughs> what is this
1: <laughs> how many sergeants does one place, police station need anyway I don't even know need, what anyway? a
2: DS sergeant what is that DS sergeant second,
1: second from bottom but Detective still kind sergeant? of important. no de- um, DS. Detective sergeant mm. um, so anyway yeah they should have shown the moment the body was found but they didn't um, Kelly meanwhile, back at the flat is saying, Look, Gary, could you actually kill someone? And he says, I wish I could say no, but sometimes anybody could be driven to anything. He kind of Well it's like
2: the, look, are you asking me if this philosophically, right? Yeah, anyone could kill anybody. But if you're asking me specifically about a specific murder, I'm gonna always say no.
1: <laughs> also, I was in the army and somebody's personal bodyguard was yeah, in Ukraine. So if they've been probably, in the army, if they Probably, probably could. Probably could. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, that should, that's probably the first thing they asked him when he went into the recruiting office.
1: Could you kill somebody? No, no I didn't. No, I no, don't think so. <laughs> um, anyway, so he yeah, he falls short of admitting that he actually did it, of course. Um, so then we see Beckett returning to the interview room with Laura there and it looks like they have indeed found a body. Um, so Gary, meanwhile, is telling Maria that they can't live, let Kelly live the rest of her life, thinking that her mum killed her dad. That's kind of harsh, isn't it? But before they can kind but of it's... investigate that um, little alley for much longer, the police arrive.
2: Kind of biblical and cool. What is? Like, oh, my mum killed my dad. So and my cool. My dad was well, you know what it means. It's like a great backstory for a soap character. Oh
1: yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Um, and also, so... I
2: didn't kick anyone to death. <laughs> I like the way she's asking him, oh, could you kill someone? I don't know. You ask, ask yourself, look in the mirror.
1: Yeah. <laughs> could you laugh while somebody was being killed? Yeah. I could. Just all, all I'm saying. Sometimes, Go on, Gary. You know even. what?
2: You laugh at the really weirdest moments sometimes, don't you? <laughs> um,
1: so, we find <laughs> out then that Rick's body has been recovered this afternoon. Laura has been charged with it because just her saying where the body is seems like it's evidence enough for them to believe I didn't realise how easy it was to have people think you're a murderer if only I wanted somebody to think I was a murderer I'd be confessing to them all the time anyway you just want
2: to get out of work that would be good.
1: Case is over. Case concluded. Laura's been transferred to a hospital because she's taken a turn for the worse. Um, Kelly is absolutely gutted and wants to go to the hospital straight away to see Laura one last time. Although, not talk to her, it seems, because, well, Kelly's saying, well, she says, what happened? Tell me what's going on. Laura says, oh, look, me and your dad were fighting over money. I was trying to defend myself. I never wanted to kill him, but one of us was going to end up dead here. Um, and she. She said, Look, you need you deserve to know the truth about this. Couldn't let you lead your life thinking that her dad could come your dad can come back any moment. Hide the PI because I really wanted you to get the money that you deserved. Um, but you know what? Gary and Miri have been better parents to me to to you, sorry. <laughs> not to me. Oh they've probably been washing their pants as well. Better parents to you for these past few months than I ever have. Never mind that Imran and Toya, who seem to have been completely erased from Kelly's I life know. at, at the, by this point. Um, and and when when I'm gone, our oh, Kelly, you're gonna have them. Um, if this is the last conversation we're gonna have, I want you to know that I wish I tried harder for you. She's just
2: crying, she's, isn't she? She's, she's just in tears. She is utterly. Fantastic.
1: She is. Where like, it come from? herself, she is a sobbing, blubbery mess. Where Laura the field wall works, the end of this.
2: She's gonna get one.
1: Absolutely. See, I we although we saw kind of bits of tears from Toya at the end of today's episode, I think that Laura yeah. did outcry if her this week.
2: If you're collecting tears from these these two. You know, you might get enough to wet your whistle off Toya, but, you know, you Laura's got a giving, you, full from giving Laura. you enough to wash with. Yeah, yeah, wash, absolutely. Wash Kevin's pants in it easily. <laughs> so
1: Kevin, uh, Kelly goes to leave at this point, and <laughs> Laura's like, oh, I just love you, Kelly. And Ke- oh. Kelly just nods and leaves. She's oh. like, I've heard what I came to hear you Jeez, are dead Louise. to me now
2: well you know it's a matter of time
1: it is, it is. it's 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 coming soon um because it's why well, we, we didn't get to have this story in today's episode did we so um oh that's that's got to be coming soon so anyway gary tells laura this isn't fair on anyone you're taking the blame for something that i did he's feeling mega guilty at, at this point laura says look it's better than you going to prison Kelly not been having anyone, anyone that anyone left to look after her. She's flipping nearly eighteen at this point, surely isn't she? Anyway, you're just gonna um, have to live with this guilt, Gary. You're it's gonna the, be your cross to bear.
2: You're saying this as a man who frequently asked me to get my dad to help you. <laughs>
1: Perf shells.
2: She's she's
1: streetwise. I love I'm not.
2: How Laura is being very frank with him. And she's kind of getting revenge a little bit here because she's been forced into She's been forced into this by Gary's confession to, you know, save her daughter. Um, but she's saying, like, you're going to feel guilty about this for the rest of your life. I hope you know that. Yeah. I, I love that. She's taken the she's rap for him. She's become so but wise yeah, in she, the last few months. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, yeah, she, she's, she's had suddenly, a mega, yeah. mega character growth.
2: Amazing. Uh, just,
1: just at the last hurdle. Um, so she says, "Look, whatever dodginess you got up to in the past, that's got you mixed up with my husband. That needs to stop now. You need to be a proper guardian slash parent to my Kelly now. Um, you need to be a better person."
2: Well, it's not going to work, is it? Because Gary's already he's got a kid already, isn't he?
1: Exactly. He goes. What's
2: this kid called? With the old Nicky?
1: Nikki Rubenstein. Nikki. Um, uh, uh, Zach. He's got his Zach, hasn't he? He's got Zach. Yeah.
2: So, if that didn't turn him round, <laughs> nothing else would. And he's also supposed to be looking after Liam.
1: Oh, yeah, Liam. You know? Yeah.
2: He's got all these, and also. He's got
1: a flipping million dependent. Who's
2: the other one with Izzy? A Jake. is he related to that him yeah he's bloody hell he's got a fuck of kids he has hasn't he he's can, and he's he can tea. make his
1: own just give it a few years and he can set up his own loan shark business again and have all his kids doing the dirty work for him
2: yeah he's got if, he's got enough to like make it difficult to buy a car to fit
1: him in <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets home anyway the mood in the flat is kind of low and Gary says look maybe we should just watch a film or something because uh, this is a nice little um, call back to earlier in the episode wasn't it because hadn't he, M- Maria had suggested they watch this film with, with whoever on, and he's like, No, we, we we can't just try to take our minds off what's happening. But after everything that's gone on during the day, he's like, We need to just take our minds off this. So um, that's how Monday is And then they watch Midsummer. <laughs> Wednesday, Gary and Maria just do not know what to do with themselves. Gary is determined, though, to get a Kelly Laura makeup session. Not the, it's not. Not makeup
2: well they already did that last week
1: didn't they (laughs) yes Gary tries to persuade Kelly to go and see her mum and this is where Sarah Lou gets involved which is the other thing we'd mentioned in last week's podcast because she obviously knows the truth about the fact that Gary was the one who killed Rick so very very handily and coincidentally for storyline purposes she overhears Kelly saying that Laura killed Rick hmm says Sarah Um, And Kelly says, look, well, I just regret not leaving Laura to die because she's dead to me.
2: Horrible. See, Sarah Louise needs to get herself one of these uh, Gazette things on her phone because I'm sure... sure That's true. The paper would say, body found at training ground, woman arrested.
1: Yeah, you'd have thought that that would be fairly big news and, like, most it's because we haven't got Norris to spread the gossip anymore, isn't it? Norris
2: would be furious with him until Taylor H- Who nothing. is the
1: gossip spreader? We haven't
2: got. Uh, M- who's the muckraker of Weatherfield?
1: It's kind of usually Mary. Aud- Mary, maybe, maybe Audrey, but I don't know what's going on with Audrey at the moment. I think she's. What what, what is happening with that Audrey storyline? This is the longest, most drawn out. Um, Crazy. What what is she, is she going blind or was she
2: going was she
1: going D-lally. forgetful? I, I and don't becoming remember. an alcoholic. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. They gave her too many things at once and she's just (laughs) overloaded. Um, Right, so Gary goes to the hospital. Laura's getting ready to be taken to court. Um, She's like, I don't need your help, thank you very much. I'm not doing this for you. I don't care what guilt you have to live with either, as long as you look after Kelly and give her a good life. So um, that's the last we see of Laura. It was court that she was going to, wasn't it? I was wondering whether there'd be some kind of crossover with the... um, the court hearing stuff with with Abby and Imran that was going on that day, but no.
2: Well, what kind of crossover would there be in a family court versus criminal court?
1: Oh, I'm just saying they might cross paths, and An Imran and Gary's backstories are still very much intertwined, thanks to well, thanks to Kelly, thanks to the the roof drama and everything. So, well, um, I
2: think at this point, if if um like Gary came up to Imran and he was like. Oh, you know all that stuff about his sister and all that. I think, I think Imran would just be like, "I cannot deal with this now." So, <laughs> doesn't doesn't
1: Imran think that Rick Neelan was the one who sabotaged the roof at the moment? Isn't is that's what everyone's been led to believe? Isn't it? And and yet, despite the the supposed murderer of his sister, despite his body being uncovered at the local football ground, Imran doesn't seem to have batted an eyelid at that
2: he's got other, got other things, things to worry on, about yeah, and I he doesn't so. have Toya to go oh I'm so sorry <laughs> do you want me to make you a cup of tea and a la- vegetable lasagna I bet oh, he's lovely. not going to ever taste that vegetable lasagna <laughs> he will again ne- he will
1: never again get to oh. taste the delights of Toya's veggie lasagna
2: what is going to happen? <laughs> is that the last we've heard of it? We made fun of the oh, vegetable lasagna when it was around, but now I'm going to miss it, you know? Yeah, I
1: know, who will. <sighs> um, Gary catches Kelly outside the shop later, and she's like, "Nope, I'm still not interested in what's going on with my mum. Then Sarah comes over and says, right, what's this going on about Rick Nealon then? Because I, we both know that you're the one that killed him. And Gary <sighs> explains the situation, and Sarah's like, this is totally messed up.
0: Yeah,
2: I
1: can't believe what I'm hearing here. Um, so then he goes back to have Maria to go and, and says,
2: f- "Forget, like I wish you could go in, like go in a little booth and just say, can you just delete the last twenty minutes,
1: <laughs> please?'" He goes up back home and says that he's going to hand himself in, and Maria says, "Do not do that. We're all that Kelly's got at the moment. You can't throw it all away. You're going to destroy this family, and no good can come of you confessing." we yeah, don't know whether he does or not, because that's the last we saw about this well, week. he's
2: getting really angsty and, like, you know, pacing around and full of anguish.
1: Well, he's had this weight on his shoulders. He's had this secret for nearly three years now. So it's no wonder that he's um, somewhat fraught about it. Um, and maybe he thinks that if I confess, this would all be over. it will be a weight off my back. So... I, I don't blame him, but um, do you think he actually will?
2: Confess? Should, oh, should she con- I don't know what's going to happen. Like, what's going to happen?
1: I, 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 will be, I will be extremely unsatisfied as a viewer if Laura takes this secret to her grave, which I think she probably will. Because um, you- I I need Gary to be found out about this. And, and I still think that he will. I don't think that he's going to evade justice forever. But, but just having... Gonna- I'll just say just having Laura die with it by saying it's it's her that did it that's just gonna say and now we can park the Rick Nealon mystery for a little bit longer and I'm like no this needs to come out this has been a story that's been drip fed to us over the past three years (sighs) just rip the plaster off let's let's conclude this please
2: maybe um maybe Gary will confess at uh, Laura's grave while they're having a funeral
1: Oh maybe, maybe maybe
2: the 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 vicar will be like and although in her final days laura confessed to the murder of her husband perhaps they are united in heaven <laughs> together now <laughs> <laughs> and even though she was a despicable murderer um maybe she or she did have brilliant hair and then um gary can be like stop i can't let you this smudge this good woman's name she was crap right up until the last few weeks but then she'd become really nice just like Kelly
0: <laughs> and I
2: can't let anybody speak ill of her because t'was what I, it was me have done it
1: It and then
2: DS Beckett's like sorry I've done the paperwork I'm not doing it again case <laughs> closed i put a stamp on it I've got this stamp i bought it I've not been able to do this before don't take this away from me how many cases do you think we get to clo- close at Weatherfield police station, none.
1: Uh, We don't even
2: know where that crutch come from.
1: It it is interesting how they did pin it on Laura straight away because Beckett had been utterly convinced that it was Gary. Does she actually believe that it was Laura or does she kind of just have to say, well, I suppose we better charge you with it now as you know. But in the back of her mind, she's thinking, oh, but it was Gary. So I wonder whether she's still going to be snooping around and investigating him and watching him very closely. Is she going to turn up to... Because yeah, this body has been recovered now, so I'm guessing that they're going to have some kind of funeral and proper, um, proper burial of it. Is she going to be Rick. of Rick, and and then soon to be followed by Laura? Are they just going to share a grave or something? I don't know. Oh my god! So it's it like oh, I can imagine Beckett there just watching Gary and seeing his reaction. She wants to catch him out, and I I hope that this does. The, the reason it can't be a coincidence that they've brought her back, I think that she's going to join the dots about the the factory roof, and it's all going to come out in spectacular fashion. If Britain's Got Talent is going ahead this year, then we've got have run
2: out of talent.
1: We've we've got two months, I guess, ish until Britain's Got Talent week, and that that could be a good time for it all to come out. I hope. What do you think? Is this going to be it? Have we finally reached a conclusion? Is Mikey North's um, finally going to be leaving Coronation Street?
2: I'm just am wondering whether this all is just going to end in like a massive, like literal cop out, where the police are like, you know what, you're a good man all uh, deep inside, and that girl Kelly, you know. When I saw her in court for kicking that lad, I knew there was something good inside. I just can't take you down for this, Gary. <laughs> Everyone knows it was Laura. I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: You can't get away with it, it's, it's. I was thinking the other day that it was funny how I'm determined that Gary needs to go down for this, but I'm not as. I, I don't feel the same way about Sarah and and Callum. Not that Sarah was the one who did it, but I don't think that it's going to come out that. She was involved in the cover up, or or David, the 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 show's not gonna throw them under the bus, is
2: it? No, it's too late now. But they could do it Unless with Gary. be like a special week revelation street where everybody just goes, yeah, it was me. And Audrey's like, I won't going to say anything, but on the way here, I did actually run a man over because I couldn't see properly. <laughs> I, uh
1: so it, it. But at least they have got Sarah involved in it now. What's she gonna do? I don't know. It felt like, you know, I, they, they had the, the, the couple of meetings between the two characters this week just to remind us that she knows, but but so what now?
2: <laughs> I know, but, like, what could you, how? Right, let's say you were Sarah. Could you actually stand by and watch a girl think her mum killed her dad and her mum's dying? Mm. I don't know. I, I would find it very difficult <laughs> to keep my mouth shut. I,
1: I, it, it depends on whether she thinks that... Gary would keep his mouth shut about her because her hands are tied, aren't they, Sarah? If she tells, if she They're reveals the truth anything. about Gary, yeah. then Gary could say the same about her, and then she, she and David again get, get in trouble. But it, I, as a, as a viewer, I don't think that Sarah is gonna ever get caught about for that because it's been too long. Ky, it, Ky, Ky, Kylie Nobody was the cares. one who killed Callum, and he, she's kind of Nobody paid cares the price anymore. ultimately, but no, people don't care about that, I don't think. But um, the other thing.
2: Although do, so. some people still salty about Tracy not um, doing yeah. enough time for Charlie Stubbs' murder, so
1: yeah, well, yeah, we could have Gary, Sarah, and uh, and Tracy all form a little club together, couldn't they?
2: Well, maybe Got away with it. Maybe club. maybe Gary will like um, maybe Gary will confess, and then the police were like, "Oh gosh, darn it, we can't use this evidence because we didn't read you your rights, and also we dug up the Burfield." County playing grounds without a proper permit. <laughs> I don't. And know. there was a great crested newt there, so we can't actually move the body. <laughs>
1: um, do you think, just finally before we move on, is Kelly going to make amends with her mum before I don't she know. shuffles is off this mortal gonna coil?
2: A, is there going to be? Is she going to? Is she going to forgive her before she finds out that she didn't do it?
1: I have. I don't. I think. I think, I think Laura be? is she... going to die with Kelly still thinking oh, that she killed no. her dad.
2: Poor Laura. But I'd
1: like to think there'd be some kind <laughs> of um, make-up chat. <sighs> but it's more dramatic. Wow. Well, I so. tell you
2: what, though, Cal Allen is knocking it out of the park again this I know. week.
1: She's she was fab. She. There were so many great so performances impressive. across the board this week. I, I thought it was a you very a very very strong week.
2: The cast. No. So many amazing. Yeah. Performances, it just bowls me away. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, oh, oh so sad. <laughs> All the sad things that are happening.
1: Right, let's do the T A R T I M T M I story. Do you want to do this? Well, right, or do you want I'll, me to?
2: I'll do it because it's got sexy sausages in it. Go on then. Right, so Sally is feeding Tim sexy sausages. I don't know, do, as a man, can you weigh in on this? Is it erotic to eat a phallic object? to you not really w- would you not find it a bit disturbing if you if i was like hey this reminds me of you eat it
1: <laughs> sounds a bit oh yeah a bit emasculated. Uh, yeah you, she said it was um to get his energy up but Isn't i think it, it like, might just sit in his stomach and make him feel a little bit bloated
2: yeah bloated what what was it who was it um on game of thrones spoiler alert
1: Oh yeah, um, Theon Greyjoy and Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton and eating of? his
2: sausages. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Um, so yeah, Sally's feeding Tim the supposedly erotic sausages that, you know, we've heard so much about. Um, and he's, yeah, he, she wants to get him all fired up for afternoon delight once he's back from the cardiologist. They're not going to the cardiologist, they're having a remote viewing <laughs> they <remote viewing. laughs> just psychically beamed into <laughs> his office um the cardiologist on the laptop says Tim I'm very happy with your progress and Tim's like you know okay great so does that mean I can do <laughs> physical exercise and he's like yeah I don't see why not and he's like well specifically uh, specific things I'm thinking of and the cardiologist is like what in particular he's like I don't know ball games sexy sausages (laughs) Sally just says, look are we gonna shag?
1: She does, she just says, well can we have sex?
2: Yeah and um, the guy's like "Uh, yeah why not if you feel up to it you can do whatever you like and they just close the laptop the guy's like, doesn't log me off I can hear you Uh, perhaps not right now because we haven't given you all the information (laughs) Um, anyway Elaine walks in on them she's disgusted um sally's losing patience because (laughs) Elaine's just always butting in um luckily kathy comes and invites elaine around to the cinema they're gonna go see a mystery film so sally gets dressed up as a naughty nurse and then but then she does an impression of an estate agent because he doesn't like the nurse thing. And I think Sally should have thought of that because he just had an operation. <laughs> yeah. And I also think it's disrespectful to the NHS, the impersonating nurse, for the purposes <laughs> of everything they done for pleasure. us in the past two years. I, Sally and Tim, no doubt, were standing on their doorstop every Thursday, banging their pots. And I bet Sally was taking note of who was out and who wasn't <laughs> and how loudly everyone was tapping. And then she disrespects the profession like this. Anyway, Elaine comes back because it's was a waste of time and uh, because it was the film was psycho and they could get out of the cinema fast enough and she was hoping it was going to be Terms of Endearment, which they only just watched the other week. Yeah, they did. She's obsessed with that film. Well, somebody is obsessed with the film. <laughs> um, Sally tries to... Um... Sally's trying to sort of justify this by saying that we're allowed to, but Elaine doesn't want to hear about it. She goes out and she says, be very careful and go easy. Um, so they finally get to reconsummate their love for one another. They come downstairs later and Tim's looking very <laughs> upset. <laughs> what happened? It's
1: Joe Dussine, he did a brilliant job on that scene, just looking absolutely embarrassed and gutted and miserable with himself. Yeah. He looked like it was sad a sad clown.
2: <laughs> You've written it was a bit of a flop. It was a total flop. Yeah. He says he's got the yips. I don't know what that is. He couldn't stop thinking about psycho. Um, is he imagining his mum dead as a skeleton? I wonder. <laughs> Sally wonders if they can try again. Um, but he wants his sandwiches. Mm. So they can't over no. dinner. Sally's like, "Don't worry, you're not impotent. <laughs> you're just incompetent. Even Pele has it. Um, it'll be it'll be fine." And he says, "It's not me. It's my mum. Um, <laughs> she's." <laughs> To, uh, i need to get rid of it and then i'll be like rocket man <laughs> like
1: elton john, like elton john. Like, not exactly like elton john though Too elton
2: john the famously heterosexual married <laughs> man <laughs> gives his wife a good scene too, every monday <laughs> afternoon on wednesday gina's gina's having a wobble again sally's got to go back for a few days so she but she reckons she can skive off work in the afternoon so they can have a nookie session and she tells him to tell his mum that she needs to leave sooner rather than later. So Tim takes Elaine to the bistro to try and break this to her, and she seems very suspicious. But when they get back, Sally's there in her sexy trench coat with her hair all done, and Elaine and Tim walk through the door with a bunch of rolls of wallpaper because Tim's chickened out and offered to redecorate (laughs) Elaine's bedroom for her. So Sally's pretty miffed, and... She says, "I'm going to tell Elaine myself to move out," but then she chickens out as well, and that's Bad. the end of that.
1: Yeah, um, that was that was all right on that story. I I I must confess, listeners, I wasn't necessarily listening to that because. <laughs>
0: As well, I was talking
1: about the first two stories. There's been lots of text messages going on on my phone, and I and, and while Gemma was reading that out, I was catching up with about hundred missed messages. So yeah. yes, that was a very good retelling of the story, Gemma. Well done. Yeah. I can't not that it, it wasn't it, that this was a this was a light-hearted filler to everything else that was going on with the Laura and Imran and uh, Toya story, wasn't it? It was all right. I don't know whether I like you like you've said on on twitter and everything I'm on the podcast as well i i'm not particularly um i don't find it particularly exciting to um hear about the sex lives of these two 50 year olds but you know there's no i'm not saying they shouldn't be doing it um still want to be hearing about it on my tv on uh, eight o'clock on a on a monday wednesday and friday evening um any any thoughts on this, Gemma? Gemma's back doing her I own texting.
2: I don't agree with sex after marriage. <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: I know it? <laughs> what? I
2: think this is disgusting. I think you're joking about it. Cheapens the whole <laughs> podcast. I um, I like the erotic paint names. They weren't really erotic paint names, but everything became erotic for Sally and Tim this week.
1: Yes, it was. It was. I understand. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, I I am just as irritated by Elaine as they are. I don't get what they're doing with Elaine. They just seem to be trying to make the character an annoying, interfering biddy.
2: I felt sorry for her because she's she used to be quite fun. And now she's just turned into a weirdo.
1: She's just a, a massive um, gooseberry, isn't she? Oh yeah,
2: I was going to say cock block.
1: And and, and uh, I don't know whether who was the most walking around with their heads in the clouds this week, her or Toya, because <laughs> I don't I don't get how she doesn't realise that she's not welcome there and i know she um, just wants to look how is she supposed
2: up... to pick up on the on the subtle clues when tim's buying a wallpaper talk about mixed messages she
1: she should really realize i know she wanted to look after her dear boy but yeah she no she they, they, she she needs to find somewhere else to live honestly she, she... Where
2: did she live before
1: Exactly exactly she's managed she's she managed steak. to go 50 years without even tim knowing that she exists Exactly and now she, now we can't get rid of her.
2: Um, Didn't she sell her stake in, in Speed Doll? Yes. She's got a load of money knocking about as well.
1: That, that she should do, shouldn't she? I'd be mm. off.
2: I'd be on a cruise. I'd buy one of them apartments on that cruise ship. Yeah. You know, you can buy one now. Mm. There's a cruise ship that's being built where you can just live in an apartment there. Oh, sounds And good. apparently you can... I think the most expensive one is like £5 million pounds I don't but think you just live got there. That from her yeah but though. you can also apparently rent you can rent it for I can't remember what how much period of time. Quite a long period of time for like three hundred thousand pounds. She it surely if she she had a house mm. yeah. sell a house, go and live on a this is what um people in America do, don't they? They just live on a live cruise, on a cruise ship, ship until they die.
1: Yeah. That's the life. Ah, anyway. Well,
2: if if you're and the good thing about it as well, which mm. you can't do on land is if you rack up too much medical bills on a on a cruise ship, you can just jump off the, the side.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, maybe that's what's going to happen to Elaine.
2: <laughs> Elaine's just going to jump off the side of a of take, a cruise ship.
1: And take Cathy with her. What's going on with... Because Cathy was in the story very briefly, wasn't she? What's happening with them and Brian going to Cornwall? Do they're they, not going. They're not going to Cornwall. But the idea's been put in our heads that maybe they might want to leave. So maybe Cathy and Elaine will end up going off together, possibly. Start
2: another gritty crime drama. Yeah. On ITV,
1: too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You're not a fan of Psycho? Would you have stayed?
2: Yeah, bloody hell. I would rather watch that than *Terms of Endearment. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, Psycho's masterpiece. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. Tell you um, what, if there's any reason to dislike Elaine, it was for that.
1: Tell you somebody else who wouldn't have lied Psycho. Emma.
2: Oh, Emma would be like, like, Oh, oh, I was dead scared. Oh, Oh, when that lady died in the shower. Oh, now I'm worried because I was worried about a shark coming out and now I'm scared of being stabbed to death
1: Emma was properly back on form this week for her story wasn't she yeah. as as silly as it is that they've ended up having a go out with the grandson of the guy that they inadvertently <laughs> caused the death of and she's like totally fine with this um it was it was really fun and cute and lovely to watch I'm a big big fan oh, of do. John and Emma together I think they're yeah. absolutely adorable John
2: is such a Drippy twit, though, isn't he? <laughs> he's not like, he's, he's no Kirk he or
1: anything. He He's just, he's, he's like, he's a
2: boyfriend from a Disney. He's a big
1: floppy t- puppy, sh- isn't TV he? TV show. Yeah, he is. He's a totally, yeah, he's he's lovely. Um, And so they just basically spend this week having having lovely laughs together. I was a bit worried when this story started on Monday because it was like Craig and Faye stuff, which I'm not interested in at no, all. I don't care
2: about that. I want, can I just say, I would really like. Um, Steve to meet John Um. because he's so worried about Amy's boyfriend it'd be nice to know his other daughter is going out with almost the exact polar opposite of Jacob (laughs) I don't think John even knows that drug dealers exist
1: (laughs) I think that he's just permanently on Valium that's why he's He's on something uh... (laughs) isn't he right so Craig's getting himself dressed on Monday um, morning because he's got his back to work attempt interview because he's decided well I was a bit guilty about being involved in this cover up for a little while but no, just I like just like when Roy went off to Peru for a 10 week period I'm, I'm kind of over that now and I think yeah. actually I could be a really good policeman so I'm going to go back and see if I can get my job back um, so stupid um, Emma walks in on Faye trying to make a doctor's appointment about um, this baby because she's this pregnant baby. I remember I forgot about that um, but she pretends it's because of the allergies so Craig makes Emma take Peanut for a walk and then he's going to take her to Beth so well, they're out on their walk, um, Emma and Peanut I and s- John.
2: want to say, what? the reason that Craig wants to get Peanut back to Beth is because he's worried about Faye taking antihistamines oh, yes. with her pregnancy. That's right, that's
1: right, that's right, I missed that. Yeah, so they, they happen to bump into Beth and um, she's like, oh, who's this mystery man? And Emma kind of hesitates because she doesn't want to give the game away that she's seeing John. So yeah, she's she, with John. She sorry. makes up the name Martin. So Beth goes back... What the hell? I don't know. Beth goes back to see Craig and says oh, I saw Emma in this this mystery man earlier today um, but interestingly enough she seemed to stumble when she said his name and Detective Tinker is like ding 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 I'm on the case here I smell a rat so as soon as Emma gets home she's confronted by Craig and Fay, saying look this was John right well, you were with John and she's like no no I swear I wasn't you could go to prison says Craig if you're not careful and um, but Faith, for some reason believes her because, well she says Emma wouldn't be that stupid would she to <laughs> to go out with this guy and Emma thinks he's there behind the door going mm, yeah maybe it's a bit stupid <laughs> anyway Wednesday morning hooray oh Craig's his job back the streets of Weatherfield are safe once more
2: just yeah. in time to investigate a murder
1: yes then he tries to ask Emma about this fella but she just kind of fibs away through it and ends up having a lovely old time in the hotel later um, John he, and Emma do. John and Emma. He says, "Oh, I've never felt this comfortable around anyone before." Prove it. Fart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he asks her about Curtis, and <laughs> and she says, "Oh, he he left me feeling like a torch marshmallow, <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm with you, I don't feel like this anymore." So um, they just they just I don't even know what they're talking about. They're just having a they're lovely old burbling. giggle, aren't they? It's, just
2: it's, absolute chatting nonsense aren't they yeah but it was
1: utterly cute and adorable Um, and 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 he he says oh oh, you mean the world to me oh
2: (laughs) you mean the world to me too let's go
1: upstairs and have some hanky panky
2: it kind of reminds me of galaxy quest you know those little aliens and they land on the planet and they're those little cute aliens and they're like (laughs) yeah and then they eat they eat each other watch out
1: (laughs) um Breakfast the next morning, that was on tonight's episode. They've even got cheese in the hotel, and was like, cheese for breakfast, dude. Don't I love
2: what? that, it's my favorite thing.
1: You do like having a uh, nice continental bit I of like ham and cheese, bit ham of German cheese, breakfast.
2: Ham and cheese, bread, boiled and egg. a boiled egg. <laughs> Bloody love that's that. That's how you know you're <laughs> in a fancy my hotel. F- no, that's how you know you're in a
1: cheap hotel. Wow.
2: Well, it, there are different types of cheese hotel Talents trying
1: to be fancy <laughs> he says look you should just go off work today so we can spend more time together so um, Such they, a bad they spend the day walking around Media City it <laughs> seems like and Emma <laughs> says oh look there's a Coronation Street studios <laughs> over there that's where I live <laughs> sorry I've got, I've go got to go and he says oh hang on <laughs> a minute but what about indoor skydiving and she's like, oh, that sounds great. Now, that's the scene that I would have liked to have seen them film. But unfortunately, well, we had to leave it to our her, own imaginations.
2: Honestly, her cheeks flapping in the wind, what she <laughs> promised. Don't
1: we all? So, uh, yeah, she goes back home and she's, she's just giddy with how wonderful her day was with oh. this indoor skydiving experience. And she tells uh. Fagan Cray,
0: <laughs> <laughs> who
1: says, um, oh, it sounds like you had a nice time with Martin. And she's like, yes, Martin. I love him. She's she's able to keep it. Um, she's she's, she's managing to keep it secret <laughs> just about for the time being. But um, it's it, I'm sure it won't be long until it all comes out.
2: Oh, she's not going to be happy then, is she?
1: No, no.
2: Oh, those two.
1: Yeah, I know. They're
2: too adorable.
1: They really. One are, of are them's going to get
2: kicked to death surely.
1: Well, one of the, the the tragic thing is that one of them's going off to Australia like in a week.
2: I know, but I know somebody's mum that lives in Australia. So
1: do I. I, yeah. I also know that maybe, maybe she will go for a little visit. That there. um, anyway, <sighs> there's 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 no substance to this story. Yes, it is stupid that she's going out with him, and it's a massive coincidence. But, but also uh,
2: stupid that Craig's like, I'm going to return to work. Yeah. I don't like boxes.
1: Yeah, I um I just think it's lovely that it. It, it still proves like with the Nina and Seb stuff last year that they can have a lovely little romance when they try and and <sighs> when it didn't click with Emma and Curtis and I don't think anybody was really that into Emma and Curtis no, were they no. it, it is it was it to do with the combination of actors or was it because Coronation Street didn't want us to like them together and wanted us to feel that it didn't feel right
2: i don't know
1: can you imagine now if they if they had the same chemistry you know with with Emma and John and then him saying oh I'm dying and then it turns out he's a massive liar that That
2: would have been more shocking wouldn't it because we didn't trust Curtis I I didn't I thought Mm. something up with him
1: yeah Yeah.
2: anyway tell me about what Craig and Faye are going to call this child
1: Oh, yeah, they're going to put their names together, aren't they? I don't
2: think they are.
1: <laughs> well, they... they, they uh, Their surname, they're
2: going to, they're like, gonna, merge their surnames. No,
1: they're not going to merge their surnames. They, they said that they were going to take the... Swap the syllables of their surname around, so for... So, it's,
2: it's so it's instead of Tinker, thinker. they're going
1: to be curtain and uh, and Faye's like uh, wind ass, what happens if you put that around the other way? It's already kind of bad the way it is. It's
2: not good, is, <laughs> it, is it? Is ass
1: wind really that much <laughs> worse than <laughs> wind ass?
2: Like, wind... The thing is, right, if you were called <laughs> if you were called ass wind
1: ass <laughs> uh, wind
2: that's how I say it. You've got <laughs> Arswind. You could kind of like spin it to make it sound like an elf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> You're <arse wind>. yeah. <laughs> But would you like be even be allowed a bit? If you tried to fill that in on a form, it would be like, no, can't be called that. That's not a name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. Anyway, let's talk the summer storyline. We're, we're, we're on to more of the, the nothing stories. You want to do this? Don't
2: be rude. Well,
1: I, this was a return to the, this was the story that's reminded. been on massive hiatus for along for like three Summer's months or so. Still struggling, she's still got those eating disorder problems, hasn't she?
2: So on Wednesday, Billy's worrying that Summer's been up working late, and and she's getting annoyed because she doesn't want them, she doesn't want Billy and Todd to pry in her affairs, and she won't come in from work to eat lunch.
1: She's just she's just working herself to the bone, isn't she? Because she's got her A levels coming up, and she's just cramming before. Well, them all.
2: she's anxious and she thinks she can she thinks she needs to revise yeah
1: she's got a reputation as the smart one on in the friendship group to hold I mean, her she's and she's got a good work ethic um, I mean I also did A level French by the way well done Summer for doing A level French not many people do languages let alone at GCSE let alone A level anymore so good job but yeah I did my A level French and I didn't revise at all and I still did quite well. He, 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 oh,
2: no, 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 I no, don't know no, what no. she's doing
1: because I found that you can't really revise for a level French because they could literally ask you about absolutely anything. So I, my, my way of thinking was I'm not going to sit here and revise my, my verb tables and my vocab lists because it's like sitting and learning a whole dictionary. could be about anything.
2: She should just watch some Netflix in French. She should watch Emily in Paris and say it's revision. That's what I would do. Yeah. Um, so... Asher and Nina invite want someone to come out with them and she's like, I can't, I've got to revise. And they're worried about her burning out and Todd, Todd overhears them, he's walking past and he gets worried and she's like, I'm fine, I don't, shut up, I'm fine. Um, In the evening, Billy comes home and um, she's on her phone on the sofa and he's like, oh good, watch a film with me, stop being such a party pooper on friday she's studying again in the cafe um all of her mates are sending her messages about going to a party and billy's like you should really go you know and she gets tempted and then she she gets voggle out because google would not want to be um associated with these search results <laughs> she voggles the most alcohol you can drink on insulin and i don't know what she found out but she thinks it's fine to drink five glasses of wine um, the girls meet up in the evening to hit the town. <laughs> um, someone's like, I'm bored of being the sensible one. Let's Professor have fun. Professor Spellman. So they all go to Roy's <laughs> to start their day with a nice banging Capetina tea. a <laughs>
1: cream horn.
2: <laughs> um, they come out, uh, they come out later. They, they, yeah, they, she's just like, um, I don't, I don't care. They've all had wine, haven't they, actually? Because Roy's was closed, and Nina's there, Nina joins in. Is and they're all pre- they're drinking before they, they leave. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm fine, I can drink, I'm, I'll be all right, who knows? We could get run over by a bus. So let's just get drunk. And she could get run over by a bus because she was standing in the middle of the road while a bus was I know, she was her. like
1: saying, it's a, just life's for life living he, and standing yeah. in the middle of the road. And she sensible. also
2: has been run over, hasn't she? They've all oh been yeah, run yeah over. she was
1: hit by a car just yeah. last year after the wheel piano incident.
2: Yeah, like who knows, I could get run over again. Uh, so <laughs> Maybe
1: she doesn't think the lightning strikes twice. Get
2: run over once unfortunate get run over twice i start to wonder if you're looking both ways before you cross the
1: road she's <laughs> supposed to be the smart one summer <laughs> yeah. she's book smart but not street smart she's like anything can happen smart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> later on they go back to the street after having a great night she's kind of a bit wobbly um Ashley is so it's really concerned and she's like keeps saying to her please please make sure you check your blood blah 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 and uh, summer's kind of getting fed up with her cuz she just wants to pretend that she's not sick for one night and she can't even Get, have I mean, she's not
1: sick there is she she's, she's got, got the, well, she, okay. she's got diabetes she she wants to forget about this condition This, this that invades every aspect of her life permanently I don't permanently.
2: think it's unfair to say that it's all oh, right. okay so inside Billy's like do your, do your blood sugar test she, he looks at it it's like she, he tells her to have some jelly babies and um, she makes an off comment like oh I might as well because the incident's making me fat anyway I might as well be eat jelly babies and he's like what do you mean you're not fat and she's like yeah whatever and then she eats her je- jelly babies looking sad
1: yeah well she she kind of makes a comment as if I was only joking don't worry about it but
2: um she she but... really is concerned about her weight yeah and also jelly babies what? jelly beans yes
1: would you like a jelly baby
2: no I don't like jelly babies
1: yeah, I, I, they're a weird I texture I don't mind I quite, I, I, that's floury on the outside Ooh. no
2: I like jelly ba- beans they're nice and crunchy and then you can make weird flavours
1: I think I had jelly babies
2: oh well I'm not sharing my jelly beans with okay. you you can have your jelly babies and I have my jelly beans
1: mm. um, th- this feels like it's going to be a, a, a preachy eating disorder story and after all the the proper soapy drama of of Abby and Imran and Toya and Laura and Gary and Rick, Re- yeah, it's like, like I, I don't need this what's at the, the issue
2: storyline of the week? We haven't got this, one. This is
1: going to be the the downer, isn't it? It's is going to drag you like oh dear.
2: Oh, don't I, 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 be I, diabetic and sad. And yeah, eat jelly babies and get fat.
1: Mm. It's I I kind of I, I like the stuff about her exams and the dangers of over cramming and whatever, but. <laughs>
2: I really had a very... I mean, I was not too bad for my A-levels, but my GCSEs, I think, I probably went mental. I'd, I had... It was one of the hardest periods of my life. And I don't think anybody really appreciates... Well, I don't think they take it seriously when, when people, when children get stressed about exams in school. I think they might be doing... I think
1: they um, are more, more now. now.
2: But um, I just think it's awful what we put kids through
1: well th- th- i mean this year pressure. as well this is the first year um for a few years that exams have taken place properly because they've yeah. been cancelled because of the pandemic the last yeah. few years so you've got summer who's been studying for her a levels during the pandemic she's missed an awful lot yeah. of school so she uh, she
2: probably is anxious about that yeah i don't know why the other kids aren't
0: worried.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well um Anyway, the, the other thing that people were talking about on, I saw on online this week was are Todd and Billy friends again? Because I don't they know. fell out last year over some heat pump related incident and he's just managed to worm his way back into Billy's affections and they're not who, saying anything about it. This are is they the,
2: living together? I don't I've forgotten what happened.
1: I don't think so. I don't know I don't know where they are at the moment, where, where Todd is at the moment. Um, but I it really seems don't that remember. they're friends. I don't remember. Um but this is the first time I think that Todd and Billy had even been in it this year almost really they, they've they had a it's been a very very long time since oh. they were on screen so it's kind of nice to see them again but I can't say that this was my favourite storyline of the week
2: well look I've, I think we're being a bit mean oh, no, I mean no, di- the diabetic story is, is an important one yeah yeah it an it's an important speak one speak to people yeah yeah uh, um, it's, just it just feels the thing is when it's juxtapositioned against really high, almost fantasy-esque drama of, you know, a drug addict having a baby with a lawyer who's lying to his girlfriend because they're adopting, you know what I mean? Mm. This convoluted, like very um, high stakes, um, emotionally wrought, you you know, thing. And then you've got Summer going, fine, I'll eat the jelly babies. (laughs) sort of (laughs) difficult to 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 find it on the same level. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I can't think there were many viewers this week that were going, forget about the other storylines, I want to know more about Summer's diabetes. I
2: did feel really bad for her though, you know, when when you get told you've got something wrong with you and there's no way to cure it, it's horrific and it, you know, it pervades every minute of your life, especially diabetes where you're... Constantly monitoring yourself, and yeah. you can't forget, yeah. and she's so young to mm. to have to deal with this, she got just it feel for the rest really of her life. horrible
1: I know, but oh well, she'll cope <laughs> number nine, so Phil's back from his meeting, Do you remember was it Wednesday he was called in for a meeting? It was oh, a very long one because it took all weekend for him to find out that he's been asked to resign after leaking those secret council documents to no, Maria. No, I'm not
2: resigning, make me redundant and then I'll have my cash, thank you. Very so much.
1: he says, I don't regret giving Maria the report, but I'm sorry to let you down, Fizz. Um, but it's okay because they're completing Are they completed on the house? Sale yeah, at this hang point?
2: on. You're 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 kind of glossing over this. The consequences here are he is now unemployed and they're yeah. just gonna move house together and yeah. this house is like the money pit trap pit yes and he they need the cash to fix it up
1: yes because it's um, not in a good way this house they've
2: got a cheap house
1: yeah then we have but um, it needs
2: lots of work
1: then we have that scene with the incredibly young looking photographer from the estate agents outside number nine taking photos and he's basically saying "Look, we've not i'm, I'm taking more photos we've you've not adding on any offers on this place because of the sinkhole there are, <laughs> there are a couple of um I don't know who was in charge of this storyline, but they, they certainly liked their quirky side characters this week because we had this yeah, did, this they? little photographer here, plus there was the um, ever so slightly camp. I don't know whether you noticed, estate agent in today's I episode. I loved him. He I thought like, it was fun. He
2: knew he was only going to be in one scene and he made the most of it, didn't know, he? Unless he's going to be in it again. Anyway, I, I would be happy to see him again. Yeah, great. I
1: thought it was fun. The, the photographer saying, yeah, with all these sinkholes nearby, nobody wants to buy your house. Who'd have thought... Um, also this house has seen better days you're going to have to lower the price here and Fizz tells Tyrone but he's like no I'm not losing any money on this I'm sorry I'm not losing he doesn't money. even want to move he, he doesn't he wants to well, drag this out as much it. as possible he doesn't want to sell it and he doesn't want Fizz to move away because he's still holding a torch for her isn't he
2: well he also she also lives with his children
1: yeah 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 exactly there's many reasons remember them um, and he doesn't yeah she says look you're the reason you're in this mess you and Alina yeah. so sorry zip it yeah Zip it buddy. Um, so on Friday we kind of skip this storyline for Friday, for Wednesday for some reason but it comes back with a vengeance on Friday um, and Phil tells Fizz that um, I'm going to get another job so we can definitely go through with a sale it's all be fine and then they have a little chat about
2: well they're talking very loudly Tyrone, yeah,
1: Tyrone's listening into them.
2: Well Fizz says Tyrone's struggling to let go of Jack and Vera's house Yes, and he hears them and he understands that they need to sell this house as soon as possible and he probably feels guilty about holding them back.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, so he—he, he, um, this is when they then meet with the estate agent, who's um, who's whittering on about nobody wanting to buy the house and everything. And Fizz says, "Look, we don't want to lower the price." So obviously they do want to lower the price, but because Tyrone has just made the decision, well, they she, feel she guilty
2: ha- about making him sell it. And yeah. also, Fizz is like, "I'm." G- Phil told Fizz, "Don't worry about it. I'm going to get another job." But I'm also thinking that if I don't have a job at the moment, I can renovate a lot of it myself.
1: Mm, yeah. So anyway... Oh, no, that's the, the, later. No, that's later, that's later. The, the estate agent says, this is weird, because Tyrone's phoned me up earlier and says that we should lower it, and I've done it now. And Fizz is caught off guard a little bit by this, but she says, oh, it's okay, let's keep the price low as it is then. Um, so Phil says, thank you very much, Tyrone. Then he goes and has a chat in the pub with Fizz later and says, right, so what... Is, am I getting this right? So they're going to raise, they're going to sell it at a raised price. Now they're going to move into the new place, start on some of the renovations themselves. Am I am I getting this right?
2: Well, he's saying, look, we don't actually need to sell it asap. I'll, if if we move in, I can start renovating. I can do it a bit myself. Of DIY. And she's Fizz like, oh, says, I can, I can help, help you.
1: I'm good at that sort of thing, apparently. Um, so they're both quite excited and happy and loved up and everything. Fizz goes over to see Tyrone in the flat and says, thanks very much. You don't need to lower the price now. Um, because we're going to move in next week. And he's kind of taken aback by this news. Well, what? Um, yeah. I so Yeah, I, I would say that this was a... I was looking forward to this story this week. I don't think it... There was no mega high drama or anything, was there? I guess next week's going to be the bigger one when the move comes. Do you think that it's actually going to happen? Can you see them moving away?
2: I don't know. I'm just saying though, that of all the things that I can relate to on Coronation Street, moving house is the most relevant, and this has been an absolute breeze for Phil and Fizz. You know, are going to complete, oh yeah, he's exchanging contract, no problem, brilliant. Where's the ranting about solicitors? Where's the heartache? Where's the... the searches came back. I mean, he they...
1: has lost his job.
2: I know, but that... That that's completely extraneous to the whole house buying thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just it does happen fairly easily for them, but they've not been in the show much the last. They could have just been uh, on the phone, yeah, constantly, like crying, Christmas.
2: going, "Why are you doing? Why are you ruining my life? But and I'm paying you for a it." It's been quite
1: a nice, happy story. I've I've been enjoying that. I mean, I, I, I'm am a big Fizz fan. I like Fizz and Phil. I like Fizz and Tyrone. I like them all. Um, so it's been nice to see them, kind of happy. Yeah,
2: are they? Have they like? Because in my mind. This house is, like, in a field, in the middle of a field, with, like, a tree, and it looks like the Bates Motel, you mm. know, like falling to pieces, or, like, the Adams Family house. Yes. And have they got a location for this? Is there a, is there a run-down old house that they've got location I doesn't feel for. like we're going are to we see gonna, this house. Are we going to see the girls running in circles, happily playing in the grounds of this big mansion? Think so.
1: I don't think so. I think I think that probably they will move out to it for a bit but I still am adamant that I still strongly believe that Fizz and Tyrone are going to get back together at the end of this whole process.
2: But. Are we going to get comedy DIY scenes um, of Fizz and... Um, Fizz and Phil, like, in The Money Pit, that amazing Tom Hanks movie, of them, like, falling through floorboards and, like, all, no. um, like, um, in uh, Only Falls and Horses, like, dropping chandeliers from ceilings.
1: I don't think we will. I think well, I would kind rather... of like
2: that. I want that to be a spin-off. <laughs> Every single story can be its own spin-off.
1: Okay, okay. Finally, this week we have the Thrill of the Chess story and um, Nick has booked Sam into a space camp at the Man- what is it the Manchester Science Museum or something over is this over a Easter placement. I don't know and Sam says I don't think I like space, space anymore Space is crap Space is the his thing Nick space can't believe
2: it Sounds like there's no future in space it's chess all the way for me
1: <laughs> And um later on Nick finds this game record diary thing that Roy gave him with and he realizes that Sam has been playing secret chess games with Roy all it's this not time not
2: secret because he's written down every move they've done
1: Yeah um, so then he Never has a bit write of a, it down. He has, starts to have an argument with Leanne about keeping it a secret and she says, oh, I knew you get like this, that's why I didn't tell you. What's the problem? He says he's obsessed. So, that I mean... No, no, no.
2: Nick says, Sam's obsessed yeah. with chess. Yes. Well he, well, he was fine with him being obsessed with space. Um, why doesn't he care? Why's, what's the problem with chess? I think well, I think he Nick... thinks
1: it's bad for his self-esteem that Roy's being... Um...
2: He's yeah just beating I him think all the time. Nick really thinks that Sam's going to be an astronaut
1: he got, he's the right age he?
2: and he's bright enough he could be the first, first man on man Mars: on
1: Mars. He could be, couldn't he yeah. He really
2: could be that would be a good story for coronations <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alternate reality
2: is Maybe. there is there a space is there um a chess and space camp no is there a chess camp no okay,
1: not in weather I'm just anyway. checking. Um, anyway, I guess this is ramping up to something for next week. But this story has always been a bit like, where is this going?
2: I know, what's going to happen here? And now they it's also... been
1: away for a few weeks. It's like, oh, it's they're still the same. It's still Nick thinking he's obsessed. And now he's just... So he's... he's he came... It was a secret chess for like two episodes. And now he found out about chess. What's the point of him paying secret chess? It's a bit, you know, it was a bit like well, Craig maybe... losing his job at the police station. Yeah. What was the point if now he's doing it again? And
2: Maybe it's a life lesson that that will come in handy in a future storyline for Sam when he realises you shouldn't keep evidence of your transgressions
1: maybe maybe like yeah. never
2: keep never keep a written record
1: mm. anyway if we
2: clandestine chess game. as
1: if we didn't like Toya enough um, she does save <laughs> the day at the end <laughs> of this by crying. coming in and saying stop talking about chess I'm going it's through dramas boring. here
2: listen people have got real problems yes on this planet thanks
1: Toya and that is it for this week's Coronation Street which I think was a jolly good week. But how jolly good was it? I'm kind of going between a four and a four and a half. I, I can't, it can't be any lower than this because um, apart from, you know, the the summer stuff, not mega invested in, the Tim and Sally stuff, it was fine. It was kind of funny. Um, I, I, I pretty much liked all the stories and the two main stories of the week were both very, very fun and exciting. Um, are you got I mean I don't, I don't want to just copy from you, but have you got any any scores? Any you decided what you want?
2: I thought the scenes with Imran and Toya. Oh god. I wanna
1: We knew it was coming. Oh no, it's I the prepared. end. It's the For end. It today. It's the end,
2: isn't it? It's the end of an era. That's yes. the end now. It's gone. Yeah. You no, know, it's it's all been ruined. Yeah. You know, it's like the end of Melancholia or yeah. Colia or whatever where everyone the asteroid is Oh, spoiler. The asteroid hits everybody and we all die. That's what it's like. Well, you know, the opening credits did start with that happening. So (laughs) if you didn't realise that the film was about you, you were kind of a bit dense. Anyway, (laughs) I reckon um, I'm going to give it four and a half torched marshmallows. Actually, no, I'm going to give it four and a half erotic um, paint (laughs) colours.
1: How do you have half a paint colour?
2: It's only half half erotic. It's just beige, you know. (laughs) Does it count?
1: I I think I'm going to give it four. As much as Uh, I loved it, I don't know, I'd maybe want there to be a few more twists in there.
2: Well, how about the twist that Toya's actually the mother? What? Now Uh, that would shock everybody. It's a
1: four, but it's an incredibly high four. Um, Four. Well,
2: you're like an evil judge on Strictly Come Dancing.
1: four Four strong pots of tea and a shortbread out of five it's um, not even funny sorry I did not have to be
2: who's the character of the week
1: this is really difficult uh. everybody's
2: just setting fire to their faces and then blaming other people for why their nose has fallen off
1: I've got so many people that I could do character of the week it could be Laura it could uh, be Toya Laura. it could be Imran despite what a dirty dog he oh, is dog. could be Abby Kevin was great Emma was lovely John was adorable Elsie Tim and Sally were kind, were kind of fun. Can I just say... Fizz you know, and Phil, I just like how happy they are.
2: Do you know the movie Big? Yeah, You yes. may have heard of it. Tom Hanks, another great film from him. He's getting lots of shout-outs shout today. <laughs> He's going to be thrilled. Um, In that story, as we all know, famously, Tom Hanks's character as a boy discovers a fortune-telling machine and he wishes to be big and yes. he grows up and he becomes an adult. Mm. I think that happened to John... But he's a dog in a man's body. He's a golden retriever, isn't he? <laughs> Instead of, a man. of big, it's dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe you're right.
2: I you didn't... better watch out, Emma. He's going to be humping your leg before you know it. <laughs> That's not going to be as cute, is it?
1: <laughs> um, oh, I'm giving
2: it. I'm giving it to Toya. No,
1: god, I was thinking top, but she didn't do enough this week. She bloody
2: ruined the whole thing. Is what she did. She she just torched her dreams and futures in front of everybody. She's the torch marshmallow
1: of the week yeah so,
2: she was so soft and fluffy and now she's hard and crusty <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to score bit, this four
1: hard crusty toys out of five a little
2: bit bitter <laughs>
1: I might I might give it to Imran <gasps> even though he absolutely doesn't deserve it he did, it, but he there did was a was good a,
2: lawyer didn't he he, he did do a great thing. bit of lawyering yeah.
1: on, on Wednesday's episode and um, and oh he was just it was fun with Elsie and he, he didn't he, he didn't do the right thing but I I certainly enjoyed watching him and a couple of weeks ago you gave him character of the week and I didn't and now I'm just oh, I feel guilty. making up for it but on the, it's not usually this hard to pick a character of the week and I'm interested to see what the listeners go for because Ooh. there was a there's a wide pool oh that you could have gone for here
2: I can't believe what's happened this week I can't believe it well it's
1: just been a good month really hasn't it because I mean yeah. we were very very down on Coronation Street for Pretty much most of January and February. (laughs) Let's be fair.
2: Let's, yeah, but those are hard months for anybody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the the hump months of the year aren't they? Oh, rubbish,
2: aren't they?
1: Even though there was no humping for Sally and Tim. Um, Sad times. But the the stuff with Tim's, Tim's heart attack, the Joseph stuff. Um, what other mm. stories did we have I don't need there, there no. was just it just didn't quite well, that, feel like it was the, getting off the ground the dinged up biscuits yeah the Craig and Fay and the crutch man and it's just like no this isn't quite right what's going on please it's Coronation just, Street just, just get, get off the starting blocks yeah. and March has absolutely done it from from when we well, went to our it. three episodes a week with yeah. Abby's surprise baby oh my god combined with the, the Laura and Rick Nealon stuff oh, it has god. been a really really strong March and uh, and I don't know it, uh, it it's gonna What's crash gonna and burn next? at some point it's not gonna keep this high qu- it can't but it just goes to show like Ooh. i always say when i'm down wow. on coronation street and people are saying i'll oh, just stop watching it then i like, no, because it'll get back up again <laughs> and when you get so agitated
2: I, about a story and they go it's not real yeah
0: what are you so I, am, it I am
1: riding the wave <laughs> of awesome coronation street oh, wow. at the moment and nice. um yeah long may it continue anyway well
2: i yeah i'm also loving it i am it is. It's tragic.
1: It's, I'm hoping that they've got some big stuff planned over Easter as well. <sighs> it's, you can't always guarantee big stories at Easter, but you never know. I can't know. believe all of this. Um
2: can't believe this. I can't believe so it. So
1: much fun. So much fun. Imran. Um, oh, man, I'm mad about that.
2: I'm right. going to chop his fingers off one by one and Do make it. him eat them.
1: Yes, that's, that'll learn him.
2: Or shove him up his bum.
1: And with that, let's move on to do some
2: news. Teach a minute,
1: right, Gemma? There was some Coronation Street news this week at last, and we had the BAFTA nominations. Ooh, did Coronation Street get one? Yes, they did, because they always do. In the soap and continuing drama category, Coronation Street this year will be going up against Emmerdale, Casualty, and Holby. So bad luck to EastEnders and Hollyoaks didn't not get no BAFTA this year, but um, yeah, good luck. I I don't do you think Holby's going to get it? I, I do You don't. Well, this this so is. do Hol- you think? Well, maybe this is Holby's last chance to get a BAFTA, isn't Everyone it? Everyone
2: was going to give him a pity
1: BAFTA. A p- pity vote. Yeah, a pity BAFTA. That's the worst sort of BAFTA, isn't it? I oh, it. I'll, I'll take, I'll take I'll a, a pity BAFTA. Give
2: me a pity anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the, the BAFTA is also the one where they, where they have the must-see moment of the year. Um, but Coronation Street didn't get a, 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 a nomination for this. I thought they should do for the, for, for something <laughs> in the Seb storyline. Like yeah, the, the, Seb the reveal storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely should have got something. I, mean, I was
2: thinking of the Coronation Street.
1: <laughs> that was pretty cool. But uh, I mean, like the Gale speech out the window after Adrian's um, suicide. Adrian. Was it his name? Adrian. <laughs> <Aiden. Aiden. laughs> you know, Adrian Connor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fine but I think that the Seb stuff was think, a lot yeah. more impactful than that yeah definitely why doesn't that get a nomination why
2: mm. tell us why I don't know
1: anyway uh, the winners of that are going to be announced on the 8th of May you can't vote because this is the BAFTAs only people, only in, the people biz in the biz can choose this but you can just send your positive good luck vibes to Coronation Street and I'm sure that will help um, and we've got yeah just a month and a bit to go what was it
2: go. called moment of the year
1: yeah must see moment or something uh, you're going to find out I think, like, Squid Game has got a nomination oh. there, so I, I support I that, say. although I don't know which moment from Squid Game, just the whole thing, maybe. I thought
2: you were going to say um, Squidward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Do you remember Squid Game when everyone was going on about that for about a month? What's happening to that now? Um,
2: well, I think that they had one very good series and then people moved on with their lives, Michael. Why can't I you? I think
1: you're right. I think you're right. Um, so anyway, yeah. Although Hollyoaks won't be getting a BAFTA this year, they did still pick up an RTS award, didn't they? Um, that was Do this- you want me
2: to tell you what the what the must-see moments and we can decide whether coronation of- Street can... Compete with these. i sure right? they can.
1: Go on. What was the lastly okay. moment moments of this year going to Mr. BAFTA?
2: Right. Strictly Come Dancing, Rose and Giovanni's Silent Dance, to Symphony. Oh, idea. That's pretty poignant. Um,
1: <laughs> Sounds it, doesn't it? Pretty poignancy. Uh,
2: Squid Game, Red Light, Green Light game. Mm,
1: to be fair, that probably might should get it. That's pretty good.
2: That's pretty iconic. Yeah, yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race UK, Bimini's Verse UK Hun. What? <laughs> what that was okay. that is BBC Three's best... Okay, fine. Listen. Um maybe it was great. Listen. It's a sin. Collins devastated AIDS diagnosis. Poignant.
1: Well, it's a sin. Channel four. We we never watched that, did we? But we no, did hear it get lots yeah. of got lots of love.
2: I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <sighs> Massive moment of the year. Ant and Deck dig at Downing Street's lockdown parties. Now if I want political commentary, I go to Ant and Deck because <laughs> they tell it like it is, but with humour.
1: Mm.
2: You know? I like that about them.
1: Love Ant and Deck.
2: Yes, and also the final one, you'll like this. An audience with Adele. Adele is surprised by a teacher who changed her life. See, now you're... I think
1: that Seb getting kicked to death beats out all of those. Maybe not the Squid Game one, the only other one I've seen.
2: Uh, Yeah. Adele is surprised by a teacher who changed her life. Ant and Deck dig at Downing Street's lockdown parties. Colin's devastating eggs diagnosis. Seb gets kicked to death. Red light, green light game. Yeah,
1: it fits right in there with the rest. Oh well, maybe better luck next time. Maybe next year we'll have Toya reveals that she knows that Imran's got a secret kid, as a as a must see moment. Or well, maybe not. Or maybe Toya murders Imran. And oh, wouldn't that be corpse. a bloody
2: twist? yeah let's do that
1: I, I do wonder what's going to happen to, to is she going to just utterly lose it I mean she, we, we, we have moaned an awful lot on the podcast about Coronation Street just making all their characters cry and cry and be miserable yeah, and upset yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to resist the temptation to do that for well, Toya not and I'm sure go, that Georgia will do a good oh job oh for god's but... sake
2: Michael what's she going to do be like wow well, it could be worse no she just goes I on the revenge Colin. spree that would be cool Said. Okay.
1: Anyway, um, as I said, the 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 RTS awards were this week, weren't they? And Coronation Street was up for it, but Hollyoaks well snatched the it. prize away. But we did have some lovely Coronation Street ladies representing Coronation Street at the awards. So that can only mean one thing, and that is <laughs> fashion. Fashion. Ooh. Like what you're wearing <laughs> with Gemma. Gemma, who was there at the RTS Institute? Well, this there's week? a picture. And what did they have on them?
2: Of five beautiful ladies who were there. I don't know if anyone else was there.
1: No. I don't um, think there were any men there. I think it was Girls' Night Out at the RTS Awards.
2: We've got Sally Matthews wearing a very nice um, black dress with a, like, T-shirt sleeve. I like that. Very cool. We've got...
1: Julia Goulding. Julia
2: Goulding wearing a really nice emerald green dress with, like... It's kind of like a... It's got an interesting silhouette there.
0: Yes. It's difficult.
2: to Everybody's got their arms behind themselves so i can't really see the sleeves so that you didn't think this out did you ladies
1: <laughs> we got dolly rose to do the next fashion
2: section when you, you need
1: to see the full dress
2: i really like yeah i like that color on um do you nice um dolly's got a it's like an embroidered navy it's a, it's a bit
1: of a toy top she's it's, wearing it's
2: a v-neck no a toy would never wear a v-neck like that v-neck the pattern the print um yeah with just the the patterns only on the the bodice um and that's another navy, nice navy dress. Um, then we've got
1: Molly, Molly Gallagher, Molly Gallagher.
2: Michael. Will you always make fun of me for not being out remember you. names? I'm just telling
1: you, she's dressed as Jessica Rabbit. Would you Rabbit? make
2: fun of Bruce Willis? He's got what I've got. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Am Poor I in Bruce. trouble now for making light of something and trying to pretend no. to have stolen valor?
1: Molly Gallagher is Molly wearing Gallagher a, um, a it's like a slinky
2: red Jessica Rabbit kind of dress with a really cool belt with like a heart i can't really make out what the buckle is
1: no it's the photo looks like it needed a better it's a bit dark isn't it
2: yeah um and then we've got nishigori who is wearing a very nice looks like a brown satin dress with a nice high slit does does dev know you're wearing this oh yeah um they all look very glam very pretty and they all look happy which is the best a smile is the best accessory
1: well this must have been taken before they didn't (laughs) win an award then Oh, God. Oh, I've missed Fashion, Fashion, well, I Ooh them. love what you're wearing. I give them Thank an award. Thank you very much. Now the pandemic is kind of over, but not quite. Oh, That's no, true, yeah. But, I didn't but, do any but, work. But, but lovely listener Rebecca has got COVID now, hasn't she? Oh. Sending out our love. Come it's on, not Rebecca, over. Come on, Rebecca.
2: The pandemic's over. <laughs> what, what are you, you trying do? Like to do? let to
1: party, Rebecca.
2: Well, was it... There was some news about, like... I don't know, 45 million people had COVID last week or something.
1: Mm, wouldn't surprise me. No, would Yeah, surprise but it me, does no. mean that we are having these lovely award ceremonies again. Come on, British Soap Awards! I can't remember when during the year the nominations for the British Soap Awards come out. I feel that it's got to be fairly soon if it's going ahead this year. My fingers crossed. Right, we're going to talk about some other Corrie things that are coming onto your telly that isn't exactly Corrie in the next month or so. Starting off with Happy Birthday, Bill. Because um, they probably had like a goodbye Ken documentary lined up for the past twenty years Definitely or something. Like, this
2: is like, going to get out of date soon. Let's I mean, just we show, show up We'll it. call it
1: Happy Birthday Bill. So he's going to turn ninety at the end of this month in about.
2: William Roach.
1: William Roach, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he's got his own special documentary because this is this is what they do for like you know they have the Gale and Me one and the Audrey Soap Icons and the and the and the Deirdre thing and um, yeah so this is going to be all about Bill Roach um, and it says. According to the press release, it will be celebrating Bill's life and career by looking back on his legacy and achievements as he reaches his 90th birthday and will feature special appearances from past and present Corrie cast members as well as his own family as they help him look back on the moments and the people that have helped him shape both Bill himself and his patriarchal character Ken. Speaking about the special programme, Bill said... I don't feel nearly 90 at all. The Coronation Street cast are like a second family to me and I can't quite believe I've been lucky enough to play Ken Barlow for over 60 years. It's also been lovely revisiting past memories and remembering all the wonderful things I have seen and done over the years. I hope the viewers enjoy watching the documentary as much as I did making it.
2: Where did this voice come from?
1: That's just my Bill Roach voice.
2: Thank you so much everyone for making a documentary about how awesome I I am.
1: South Park Canadian. (laughs) Um, ITV has also revealed that during the documentary, viewers will catch a rare glimpse of Bill's <gasps> life off-set at home his with his conservatory. family. Conservatory. Sorry, it is not a rare. It's not rare to see the inside of Bill Roach's conservatory. We all know what it's like in I there now. Honestly,
2: feel like I've seen the inside of William Roach's conservatory more than I've seen the inside of anyone's conservatory <laughs> in the past too. two years.
1: <laughs> as well as his experience between this, maybe the fact that maybe we'll just see the rest of his house. That's going to be. I want to see where he hangs his picture. Twist.
2: Because they they commissioned that oil portrait. painting of him, and I just want to, I want just a clip of him just standing next to it, pointing at it, going, "Huh?" Yeah. I thought you were going to say, yeah. "I want
1: to see where he hangs his pants up to
0: dry or something."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to see where Charlie DeMello hangs his pants up to dry? She goes on Instagram. Um, page because he's sent us a video. Oh yes, he did, didn't he? We missed that. Out.
1: We got yeah. Charlie DeMello sent us an acceptance speech we, this past week. Why
2: why is it not in the well, show? It, it is
1: now. We've mentioned it now.
2: No, but we're gonna we do. Shouldn't we um play it at the end of the episode?
1: I maybe I'll put it on. I yeah, for but I, prob- sake. I probably should add under- it to the feedback section, shouldn't yeah. I? Maybe Idiot. we'll do that later. Anyway.
2: Um, yeah. Back um, to the pre- thank you Charlie. What? Yes, thank you Charlie.
1: Obviously, it was amazing When are we going to
2: get Charlie Demello's 90th birth? I oh, will be dead.
1: Oh, yeah, that's sad. Um, I I haven't finished my press release. Uh, Behind the scenes at the Southwood-based Cobbles that he has called home since the soap began in December 1960. It will also provide an insight into Bill's life before Coronation Street as he returns to his old army barracks in which he served before making a move into acting. Well, that sounds very interesting stuff.
2: How how long is this programme going to be? I think it's
1: going to be... I imagine imagine it's going to be an hour. It can't be.
2: It's got to be longer than an hour if we're going all the way back to... No. You know, like, yeah. Honestly, oh, right. Okay, I'm kind of looking forward to this, but I'm also expecting the same old. Oh, here's a clip of this. Here's a clip of that. Here's him going. Oh, she was really surprised when I punched her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, we know. We've heard this story just a million drop times. The door. Y- you how know many, what I'm how many mega like same, memorable same moments same has Ken had? Oh, I'm he... not boring.
1: <laughs> um, He's I... have
2: loads of them. No, they if... just they just get. I think I don't want to be mean, but I think they get a bit lazy with their clips.
1: Yeah, they do. They just drag, drag out the old ones, uh, the same old ones. Hopefully they'll have something about who pushed Ken down the stairs. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Anyway, it Doesn't, should be he fun. He not done nothing else, has he? It should be fun. <laughs> um, I, I'm i kind of thinking, what if he keeps on going to his hundredth? And they'll go, so we, don't, we don't need... Are we going to do another documentary do? where we tell exactly the same thing? Or are we just going to not mention that he's a hundred now? We'll... They're just thinking they're not we'll worried about that. It's not a years dilemma time.
2: that I'm concerned about. Mm. Anyway,
1: it's nice that they're doing this, so look out for that. I don't think we've got an air date. I think for somebody's it yet. forgotten
2: to buy them a present and they're like, what well, can we do? Quick, <laughs>
1: quick, make a documentary. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: what you buy someone for their 90th birthday?
1: <laughs> Somebody, and he's already got a massive self portrait, so. Yeah.
2: Um, how about one of them um, heated collar pads you know you put around your shoulders and it plugs in I'd love that I bet he would
1: um, yes I'm guessing that this is going to be on on the same week of his birthday which is the end of April so keep an eye this out for that this feels a bit
2: like it's a bit like William Roach is kind of muscling along Queen's territory here yeah you think? It's <laughs> he like, he's getting like, a
1: bit closer so enough. what she's
2: got a jubilee this year I'm 90 <laughs> How many, how many queens of England have there been? Millions. How many kings of Coronation Street have there been? It's just me. Just me. Just it's me. It's just baby. me. Billiam.
1: <laughs> Why are we calling him that today? Oh, no. um, and finally, if you can't wait until then, and you can't even wait until Monday to see more Coronation Street people on your telly, well, yeah. you're you're in luck Good. because the um, All Star Musical <laughs> starring Lisa George is yeah. going to be on on Sunday nights TV, which we've been going on I about for what a little that is. while. It's just famous people doing They're singing.
2: singing. They're doing a sing. They're sing do, doing a sing. Yeah. I nominate Charlie Demello.
1: Yeah, absolutely. well I said on Twitter today because Eastenders is April Fools Day prank on Twitter was that they were going to be the first soap to do an all musical episode See, and I said that Charlie Demello would that be right up his street and he would because he used to be on Eastenders and he did yeah. he had a little bit of a go as a police officer on that He's he'd be right Constable back. Plod. called Jazz Jones, I think he was called. Jazz be...
2: Jones sounds like a sort of apple.
1: Charlie would be right back to EastEnders See, if they were really doing any, a musical episode.
2: I did not really um, put two and two together. <laughs> you, said, you texted me like, um, EastEnders to do first musical episode. I was like, that's cool.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't even... you fell for their April Fool's. Um, but also, tomorrow night, i.e. today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, ITV, I don't know what time, evening i'm guessing catchphrase georgia taylor you're not sick of her already <gasps> she's wearing from a lovely although...
2: a lovely, um shirt
1: she is with very long arms <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she's going to be um saying what she sees um and hopefully winning money for charity is that two what birds with
2: one stone yeah
1: lo- lot,
2: which came first the chicken or the egg
1: <laughs> anyway anyway that's it egg me on lots of news exciting stuff. be a stuff. chicken.
2: Who crossed the road first? The egg or the chicken?
1: Let's do some feedback.
2: Okay.
1: Feedback! Thank you for your lovely feedback, everybody! Facebook score for last week's Coronation Street was 4.09 so a high scoring week on Corrie Mm. last week Um, Judith gave it four dictionaries where you'll find sympathy between shame and syphilis out of five (laughs) Fiona gave it three student parties where you relieve yourself in someone's back garden and steal a traffic cone out of five and my pick of the week this week was Sammy who gave it four and a half hot baths to restore the circulation to one's buttocks out Ah. of five Thank oh, you to They're the Flapping tree. in the wind. And everybody
2: else, rejuvenation, didn't they? Everybody else who voted this Thank week. Thank you, everybody. Lovely. Now we've got a
1: massive old long email from Chris this week, haven't we? And because ranty Gemma's ranty feeling right. under the weather. It's down to me to read this out, and this is called "In Defence of Gary Windass and happening? Blokes in General." Gemma, so... blokes
2: in general. Oh, is yes. this because I said we should eat them? Did you? I did. I think I said kill all the men at oh, one, at like more
1: than one point. Right, Chris says. This week we saw Gary confessing to having killed Rick, and at last this chap who's been portrayed as an evil murderer finally pointed out that he act- acted purely in self defence. At one point last year, a horrified Sarah, or was it Maria, said, "You can't just go around killing people because they're threatening you." And yet a few short months before that, we were all rooting for Saint Yasmin, who was up in court accused of attempted murder, and her acquittal came about because the. The jury believed that she too had acted in self-defence. Jeff had been a truly horrible man for a very long time true, and he may or may not have been planning to hurt his wife with a bread knife he had in his hand on that fateful night but there's absolutely no doubt that Rick was intending to see off Gary bringing a gun to their meeting in the woods and with a previous form for intimidating and harming the family and friends of those who crossed him. We shouldn't be surprised as the double standards Cory adopts when it comes to portraying the sexes these days, deciding that men and women should be treated equal when it suits them and not when it doesn't. Sticking with Gary, back in the days when he was with Sarah, financial pressures resulted in the couple sleeping on an inflatable mattress on Gail's floor. And throughout the period, Sarah constantly whined to Gary about having no money and why couldn't he provide for them properly? Generously rewarded employment prospects were pretty thin on the ground at the time and whether it was his ill-advised dealings with a loan shark or a a couple of risky tours of duty acting as private security for dodgy characters in Eastern Europe... Gary was forever trying to do whatever he could to put food on the table. Twice he was beaten within an inch of his life while trying to attempt. No, while attempting to do what was necessary to feed clothe and protect his family but all he ever got was vilified for his efforts at one point a manic sarah at the end of a particularly vitriolic rant about how useless he was landed an absolute killer punch in his face quite shocking it was and he grabbed her wrists in an effort to calm her down next episode was all about the red marks on her arms and how gary must be an abusive partner there are countless other examples this is a great email at one point, Nina's age seems to have changed, as her birthday on Coripedia doesn't tally with how old she's uh, once said she'd been when her dad died, and we are all expected to applaud when, outside the cafe, aged 18, Nina, an adult, punched Corey, a child, but he's a bloke, so that's okay. You go, girl but paula arrived on the street next and set her sights on young sophie and there was a bit of a debate as to whether or such an age difference was appropriate or not but i remember her absolute determination to get her into bed being not far short of actually saying i, take, I don't take no for an answer can you imagine the response if one of Kevin's old school friends had rocked up, aged 50, set about a campaign of seduction at best and coercion at worst designed to get Sophie in the sack? He'd be barking up the wrong tree, granted, but you take my point. Would anyone have cut Tim the same amount of slack that people allowed Gina had he taken her to bed, drunk, and then allowed her to torture herself thinking that she cheated on a partner the way she did to him? He was utterly distraught. If the roles had been reversed, there'd be no way back for him." There's a popular school of thought that Faye wasn't merely assaulted by Ray, but that she actually already been raped, that time when she'd had sex with him in the hotel room. He'd made it clear that his career... He was rape. I know. He'd made it clear that her career would be more likely to progress if she slept with him, and that's very sleazy indeed, but imagine if it had been Seb in that situation, say, while he was working at the builder's yard and Eileen was married to Phelan, whatever reason and if an 18 year old seb find himself in eileen's hotel room and she made it clear that a job in the cozy office rather than on the freezing workshop floor depended entirely upon him giving her a good seeing to and he went along with it would that would he have been raped in both cases one adult makes a saucy suggestion with some conditions attached gets into the bath leaves another adult alone in an unlocked room and with a choice to make Corrie just needs to decide if the male and female characters in their show should be held accountable to the same standards of behaviour as each other or not and if they both have the same rights and responsibilities or not. It just gets a bit tiresome to have the guys on the screen constantly having to apologise for the outcomes of decisions they've often made in good faith and for actions they've taken based on the best information available at the time. Rant over from Chris. Gemma.
2: Yes. What, say what you? can I say about this?
1: I don't know. What do you think? It's you obviously
2: th- something that um, Chris feels very strongly about.
1: I mean, I, I don't think that he's wrong in some cases. I mean, I, I think with all the stuff he was saying about Gary, it's true. He had been doing a very good job of trying to put the food on the table beforehand. Um, I know, and- but lots
2: of people manage that without getting in fights and getting punched (laughs) you know what I'm saying
1: oh yeah yeah totally Uh, I think that uh, he he was set upon by Rick and he was in a very desperate situation when he did it and almost it it was it it was either going to be Rick or Gary at the end of the day wasn't it and I'm not saying that it wasn't self defence but maybe some of the behaviour after he bonked him on the head like keeping him dug under the ground with his watch dangling out for the next year or so was maybe not the um not the best thing to do. And and also by that point he'd also um he had been responsible for the factory collapse on Maria and on not, Maria, Maria. On Maria on Rana. And we've been told by the Coronation Street showrunners, or oh, Gary's gonna go dark, he's gonna turn villainous. So I guess that the idea had already been put into my head they're having him go down the villain's route. So I think kind of that's why, and I was never a big Gary fan anyway, and I think um, all all the time that he was with Sarah, the the Gary and Sarah relationship, everybody loved that, didn't they? And I was never into it, so I think any chance that I got to latch on to, ooh, Gary's in trouble, I did, but um, I, I, I can definitely see the... There, there is a there is a, a similarity between what happened there and with Yasmin and and uh, Jeff for sure. Um, I do think that sometimes um, there is a, some kind of inequality. I mean, it's the, the the men are the ones who get the beer poured over them. But I I don't know. I, I don't think it's a there are I don't
2: double think it's standards. There's always been double sta- standards standards. Um, it's unfortunate I don't think that men or women win here I think the insinuation here is that men are being hard done by um, because of the way Corey portrays them
1: the the, the men get um, I mean you have, you have like Abby slapping um, Imran the other week and okay, uh, we're supposed to this share
2: is, it okay sorry but this is starting to dissolve into the ridiculous argument about oh you know why can't men why are women allowed to slap men and not the other way around well why you know that's like I'm not gonna I don't want to really get into that because I think it's it's silly it's nonsense argument men are much stronger than women I don't think anyone should hit anybody but I don't like this idea that you know
1: I, I I like a good soap punch, and I think if it's going to go one, I it, I I can't have I I have a cheer whenever there's a whenever there's a punch on the on the street. But I I feel that if it was going to be the other way around, and a man punching the woman, you, you can never have
2: well it wouldn't yeah feel right. You can't, and I'm sorry. It's not right to suggest that women asking to be treated equally means that we should be allowed to be punched in the face. No one should get punched in the face, but it, there's a difference between a woman punching a man and a man punching a woman. And don't try to tell me otherwise.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, I think it, it's partly also because you know Corrie's always been about the the strong women, and it, it ties into that, I suppose. I'm but- sure
2: we made comments about Paula being a bit predatory at the time that it happened. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that we... I
1: think that she was. I think that Paula was definitely very predatory when that happened. And also, I don't. Um, Chris, you said about um, people cut Tim slack. Um, no, the people, no, people. people cut Gina slack yeah. when she. 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 Did supposedly really she well. kind of seduced Tim, but I don't think many people did. We did no. because yeah, we like Gina. No, we, we, but we. I think were... at the time, lots of people were very anti-Gina. But I think
2: that that our reaction, that was our reaction, to get to people. You know. Mm. saying that.
1: Yeah. But no, there's lots of interesting points there.
2: I know, but some of these aren't things that actually happened, though. Some of these are just, imagine if this had happened the other way around.
1: Yeah, yeah, some of it was. And it didn't. Some of it was.
2: You know? Yeah. And I I, I don't, I don't know.
1: What don't you know?
2: I don't know. You know, Chris feels strongly about it, so...
1: No, I But but feel free to rant away. That's fine. I'm not
2: going to argue with somebody. Can't argue back.
1: <laughs> to carry this on I on Facebook. No, great. I don't. I
2: I just think um, it's obvious to you when it's your sex that's being you feel maligned. Mm. So I can see examples of where women have been treated badly by the show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: Chris can see the same for men. Yeah um so that's fine
1: but i, I assume um, this is a chris man
2: i know you you keep saying this but i don't know we have um, got
1: chris ladies and chris men that listen to this podcast and i, I think that is, is the
2: ultimate and equal opportunities <laughs> and that's the most most important <laughs>
1: thing. that is the most important thing here absolutely right
2: yeah but i mean what does that I, I just I, I don't think i don't think it's necessarily uh i think i think they're pretty decent honestly and i think that sometimes they you know they explore things and it can be gendered but i don't know that that's coronation street's fault i think that that's society and i think a lot of the th- a lot of the times when women get given slack it's because it's almost compensation for all the times that women have been treated like crap mm. and all the things that are actually still invisible to people that are misogyny but because it's so entrenched in society and culture that we don't we don't even really see it
1: yeah yeah you know? no i can see uh, i see and sides. i, I but,
2: and i think that Men do get, the, you know, it is a difficult thing because men do get treated badly. Um, and it's not right if it's, you know, a retaliation against women being treated badly. But I don't think they're any winners.
1: <laughs> no, and it's just a TV show. Shut up. <laughs> right, Gemma, would you like to read Nancy's email out? Would you love to?
2: Nancy says, Adam was not very good at hiding his phone considering he is a solicitor I don't know what the I don't know that the skills are no I don't know as a solicitor
1: You are, that's the sort of thing you have to do but maybe that's, that's like on, the,
2: on your CV you put in skills and hobbies
1: phone hiding
2: Uh, Nancy says, I love the speed at which Lydia was able to pull the phone away from Adam. It is amazing to me that if Carla had not spoken to Sarah, she would not have gone to see Adam in the hospital. Anne's regret over the way he treated Lydia is meant to show that men can make mistakes and learn from them. Adam is a better man than Mike Baldwin. There you go, Chris, what do you think of that? (laughs) Nancy says, I've loved Laura ever since she came in the street. Laura and Bernie together was brilliant. What an amazing twist to this storyline. Gary and Maria were shocked to see Laura being arrested for Rick's murder. Will the police believe her? I think the way Imran will be drawn into this is through Adam. Adam will be suspicious. Carla will want to know about the roof collapse. What is Craig going to say when he returns to his job? What will he do when Ted's death comes up? It looked like Emma was off on a date with John. Yeah, do you think, like,
1: with Craig back at the police station, is he just going to say, don't ask me about this case? Or is he just going to go straight back to the you know to his crutching suspicions again i I just it, it's very odd i don't get why they had him leave the police it just makes him feel like he's got no conscience really
2: nancy says i love jacob charming mary amy was brilliant showing spreadsheets to ken it was great to see sally i wonder how she will react when she hears about abby don't give a toss, apparently. Nancy, <laughs> Nancy says, "I give this week's episodes four large white wines out of five. The character of the week is Laura, and then she says, "Thank you, thank you, thank
1: you very much." And Rebecca finally says, "To start off with, I have a feeling that the Lydia story, in some shape or form, isn't over yet." So, do, do you get that feeling? I kind of think it is. Yeah. I, I it, it's one of those Corrie storylines that's just had a big a big climax and an abrupt ending. Who um, I misses. and Tim jealous. <laughs> I don't know. They they're not always good at slowing things down at the end. But anyway, I know Rebecca has said that Lydia has left, um, but another woman could come forward. I kind of don't want this to happen, as I'm happy to draw a line in the sand with it now. I loved the balcony fall, but what I didn't agree was was Adam jumping out of bed and racing to the police station barely after having an eye operation. Usually things these things don't annoy me, but this one irked uh, me. <laughs> yeah, Adam was up and about very swiftly after his <laughs> fall last week, wasn't he He's a he's a resilient chap. he had Adam. an eye
2: operation. What? Yeah,
1: he had he had bleed behind the eye, didn't he
2: His eye's got to come out.
1: Yeah. I didn't see the twist of Lydia having to have a termination as I was convinced Finn would be Adam's child and it made me sympathise with her more over the revenge plot. I absolutely loved Laura this week. Kel did a fantastic job and I didn't see the twist of her giving herself up to protect Gary coming. I, like Gemma, thought Gary was going to kill her, (laughs) preferably with one of the fluffy cushions on the sofa.
2: Yeah, get her.
1: I do not care about (laughs) Maria winning the election and really thought when they announced the new training ground that would be what Maria wanted but would settle her not winning with the election. Election. Yeah, what what has been um, Maria's first acting? Yeah, office? Yeah, what's she done? She just she's been a, a counsellor for a week a and a half now. Yeah. And she's done nothing to do no, with it.
2: she's done nothing except cover up a murder. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. That's pretty
2: bad, isn't
1: it? Probably, yeah. It's worse than what... Not going to go down well in the press if it gets out.
2: It's worse than what Sally did.
1: Yeah. However, if Phil loses his job, this might be a way for number nine not to be sold. Well, we've seen what's happened there now. I know the paperwork has nearly gone through, but surely Corrie can work around that. I also loved... Amy this week especially her scenes with Ken glad to see him again I also enjoyed Jacob he's 90 he is glad to see (laughs) uh, I was so happy to see Jacob flirting with Mary being a cheeky chappy I am concerned though about Amy's trust fund please keep Jacob a good guy I also enjoyed seeing the inside of Preston's petals for the first time in what seemed like forever. As much as I think it's sweet, Craig and Faye are having a baby, kind of full circle after Miley. I fear this will be 50-50 and Faye will suffer a miscarriage and I don't want to see sad Faye and Craig. No. Um, I That was another kind of fairly big story element that was semi-dropped this week, wasn't it? Faye's pregnancy. It's just like, oh no, I'm pregnant. Anyway, back to Emma. Not that I'm complaining because I was much more happy with it being about Emma this week. I just would have thought that they maybe would have had... I don't know. What can you do, though? I don't know what...
2: You can do anything. They just anything. didn't really
1: mention it very much.
2: I've found this. You can't do anything ever.
1: Finally, as glad as I was to see Sally again, just put her and Tim away again for a Monday when I assume <laughs> Tim will get the all clear. Character of the week is Laura, and I give it three and a half times Steve had beef at home out of five.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
1: It is a yawn. Three times a that week. Is a good old yawn.
2: Three out of five. He could, and who knows what he got up to at the weekend.
1: Exactly. Um, thank you for all the. Lovely was it feedback beef this or week. was it horse? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Um, right. That is all our feedback for this week. But I think as long as I remember, I feel
2: bad. I feel like I've been harsh on Chris, but.
1: Well, no, it, it's it's a oh, yeah. um, topic that is close to your heart, isn't it? Yeah. Equality. I and, wonder. And gender and all. I that. I don't
2: think we should have equality.
1: <laughs> don't you?
2: No, I give up on it. It's it's too boring. <laughs> no, it's fine.
1: It's fine. That's that, that, that's that's what the podcast. Well, is about, in defense of things. in
2: defense of Gary, see, we didn't we don't have that. We haven't had that before.
1: No, no, you know, definitely. Don't um, don't let that stop but you. But do you not
2: in. ever even think about writing to me in defence of Tim don't even think about it I'm not interested won't read it out I'll just what I will do is I'll print it out and then I'll throw it in the bin I think
1: you should I think you I'll should. shred
2: it and then I'll throw it in the bin and then I'll set it on fire
1: oh Tim was fine this week he was absolutely fine right that is it we would like to say congratulations to our
2: congratulations
1: yes to our patreon competition winner this week but also we did have another non-competition oh, yeah, winning patreon we've got two
2: new patrons we had wow. Melissa
1: signed up to patreon this week so <laughs> thank you very Melissa. much hope you enjoy it yeah Um, and that is it that's
2: like the first time we've had a new patron for ages is it
1: I can't remember maybe yeah. it is thank you everybody um, that
2: um, supports us
1: yes now we will as oh. long as I don't forget I might forget put charlie's message at the end of this oh you better do that i i I will i promise i will definitely try hard to remember to do that
2: (sighs) sorry that i've been crap today
1: Gemma has been very tired today i don't think i've been the best but Gemma's not been very yeah she's been a bit under the. you've been poorly haven't you this week a little bit and so we didn't want to not do the Um, podcast
2: have to do it because that's what the public expects that's what they do and everyone's upset about the Will Smith thing. We we need some uh, stability, Will don't Smith. we? I he like. He's just resigned from. has he. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Oh, news alert. Yeah, that is breaking news, everyone.
1: Yeah. I want I want somebody to get up and slap somebody at the British Soap Awards this year.
2: Somebody, please slap Phillips. Go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're gonna do it, aren't you? We're gonna give a go in the audience again this year. <laughs>
2: I'll be a seat filler and then I'll just like <laughs> jump at him. No, I don't condone violence in any form.
1: <laughs> Not even against Philip Gofield. Oh, I don't know though, Philip Schofield.
2: <laughs>
1: He's a treasure gem. You He's know what, but actually
2: I, I, I have rescinded that because I don't want us to get stopped at the door. No. Although I don't think the security at the British Soap Awards is so tight that they listen to everyone's podcasts <laughs> before they let you in. They
1: don't let us down into the main bit where we could actually have access to Philip Schofield. But I, I could be safe. a seat
2: filler like Molly Gallagher and then three years time I'll be there getting an award myself. Yes. And That's then how you five do it, years time I'll be Philip Schofield. <laughs>
1: Slapping yourself I will, I'll stage. be like, <laughs> Love a bit of scoff, don't you? No. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what next week's Coronation Street has to bring. They've set up I wanna just very say something nice as well. What? I
2: hated Philip Schofield before it was fashionable. Everyone hates him now. I wanna just point out I was the first Did to they? publicly come out. I thought people to say still love him. That, that I think he's horrible. I think
1: people I think <laughs> Philip Schofield is still quite popular, you'll find.
2: No hes It's like out in Deck, everyone hates them.
1: <laughs> and David Jason.
2: Oh, Britain's most unlikable actor. <laughs> year after year
1: right if you would like to email <laughs> us in between now and next week we are at yeah, conversationstreet at gmail.com you can do it before you can do it after that is conversation at gmail.com send us an email please i always love getting our emails send us
2: an email or voice me so happy. messaging
1: yes and tell us what
2: you think of gary
1: we have a blog conversation dot we do we it's not a blog do. it
2: is not a it's blog
1: site with with things on it. Um, we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. At Conversations. On Spotify. You might be listening to this on Spotify. Hello, Spotify's if you are. Facebook, YouTube, Patreon. If you didn't win the competition, you could just sign up normally if you like. Because it's pretty good. I quite like our Patreon. I think patrons like it. Otherwise, well, they,
2: yeah, they seem to up. enjoy it. Yeah, seem to, don't they? They're masochists or sadists yeah. or
1: whatever it is. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we will get a bonus podcast in next week after not, um, not doing one this week again sorry about that Um, kind of beyond our control but um, don't forget what
2: that bar soap is more environmentally friendly than liquid soap thank
1: you for that um
2: But it's also not as convenient, so make up your own mind on that, I think. I think think
1: we might do a listener questions segment next week on the podcast unless something else comes up. I haven't even looked to see... We must have some that we still haven't answered yet, but I don't know, if you want to get any last-minute questions in, you never know, maybe we'll answer them. That's it. Insulate your house. Thank you for listening. There's probably music playing at the moment, which means it's the end of the podcast. There's going to be a little tune, and then we'll have Charlie finish off. So um, goodbye from me. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, Charlie.
2: Bye. Bye. Hello.
1: The music for this episode came from podcastseams.com.
0: Hello, Michael. Hello, Gemma. Um, And hello to the extended and beloved uh, Conversation Street listenership and family. Um, I would like to take this opportunity now, finally, after many months of waiting, to offer... My uh, my thanks, offer my well acceptance I suppose of this wonderful award. Um, I would I would like to thank the two of you first and foremost as uh, majority uh, vote shareholders. So this a lot of this is because of you. I would like to thank I'm presuming Michael on taking my offhanded joke. Uh, very literally, in that I would refuse to uh, uh, offer any kind of acceptance speech, despite how many Jude Reardons and Charlie Jordans you may get, until I was presented with something tangible. And he delivered. The Both of you delivered. So um, so thank you for that. Um, thank you for the incredible uh, detail, the detailing in here. I don't know if you can see with the reflections uh, in the way. The, the three ducks working their way up the side there. And I'll read this out to you for those that can't quite see. Um, the Conversation Street Bobbins Award 2021 acknowledges that Charlie DeMello, in the role of Imran Habib, has been awarded by an expert panel of professional Coronation Street viewers the Dirty Dog Award for his character's scandalous cavorting with the local drug-addled strumpet. We signed, Michael Dodson, Principal of Podcast Punnery, and Gemma Cox, Professor of Rantology, so that with accolades like those, like I'm especially grateful to be receiving something from you guys. Um, I'm going to take you on a quick detour whilst we're in my representative, um, to the other side of the room, uh, where I'd like to just quickly stand in front of my the previous time I was lauded by the two of you um, for the newcomer award all those years ago. Is, that say, is it 2018 that says? 2018, so what's that four, four years ago. So thank you for that. And that's the first, and up until now, last time anyone gave a toss about anything I have ever done. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. I'm now a multi award winning actor, one could argue. Um, also, whilst I'm in front of this, I've got a frame, I've, I've framed John Stape's uh, driver's license in here. And I've also got more Conversation Street stuff. Who knew? Um, just because I thought that was funny, that was in, in Imran's wallet when I first uh, started working there. I thought it was funny, kept it, framed it. Anyway, thanks again to uh, all of you, all of you uh, uh, at home, all of you listen, because um, yeah, the, the, your um, your input and sort of irreverence is just as much appreciated as, as, as Michael and Gemma's is, um, both of whom I love, of course, you, you both know that. Um, oh no, I'm going on earnest now. Oh no. Um, thanks again for the dirty dog. <laughs> um, and I, I look forward to, uh, to, to be gracing the bobbins again in future. Lots of love.